Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the number 70 episode of the Heroes of Noise. I'm only one half of this amazing dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Damas y caballeros, niños y niñas, bienvenido el episodio 60 de Eros de Ruido. Prepárate para entrarte hasta el punto de que tus rectos caigan de tus nalgas. Basta de mi mierda, vamos a seguir adiante. Okay, you care to uh, translate that? Um, Google it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you told me that I didn't come in hot enough last week, so I wanted to, you know, make that. I up for love. It. I thought. See, I'm very impressed because considering your last name, that's the first like actual. I'm like, oh, this is Daniel Ramirez. <laughs> I'm not sure if I said everything correctly, man. You want, you don't you really want me to tell you what I said? What did you say? It's gonna take the fun out of it. But all right, I said, ladies. No, and don't, 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 don't. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. And matter of fact, I'll let. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be no. I'll if you ask, let your sister, like, I, I know. That's what I'll do. I'll no. text Michael. I know I'll be I blew like, that shit apart. I guarantee I said something wrong. You want to know what I said? I'm, no. <laughs> I'm going to text Mike. I'm going to be like, Michael, what did he say for the opening? All right. And he'll probably laugh. I'm and be telling like, you oh right now, God. I said some words incorrectly, but yeah, I'm not going to say. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Steve, we're at episode 70, man. Gee, that went fast. And by the way, I think I said, I think I said uh, episode 60 on accident. Matter of fact, I know I did. I, sp- I said 60. I should have said 70. So. Who cares? That's impressive. I don't even care. I mean, how long do you have to practice that? I don't know. Like uh, this morning. That's impressive, dude. Well, I mean, I just wrote it down It's not, and I read it. It's not like I... I understand, but I can't read Spanish that Oh, you're well. talking about just the pronunciation of things? Yeah. Well, again, I just did it this morning, so there's some mistakes. I mean, look, <laughs> everybody give this man a round of applause. Go ahead. That is amazing. Go ahead. Here we go. Here. I'll do it for you. <sighs> Thank, Thank you. you very much. It's like a... Praising a dog for barking. All right, there we go. That's not true because you do not speak Spanish often. This is true. Not that often. <laughs> I used to speak it a lot. I don't do it that much anymore. How was your week, man? Man, freaking tastic, baby. I didn't really oh, do wait. anything, man. I've just been in this like uh, fantastic mood. I've been working a lot, and you know me, I like to work, so it's been good. And uh, didn't do anything on Memorial Day. I worked, but somehow I managed to watch a whole bunch of shit. Had set some life goals, Steve. <gasps> yeah, and also uh, found out, and I'm not trying to turn the, the attention away from me, but I found out that my man has uh, some serious feelings that I want to talk about. Oh, I can't wait. Well, what, what might you be talking about, man? Well, I'm talking about you, man. I, I do. You know what I am? I'm going to swing it away from me because I'm going to tell you. A, if you ask me how I've been, I'm going to give you my regular old boring story. I watch some stuff and uh-huh. do, 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 do. But you, sir, you've got a story. I do have a story. And the funny thing is, it's quite a non-Steve story, as you know. I, well, I've, see, I've got thoughts. And I, I need to know <laughs> some things, man, because it doesn't, it all doesn't make sense to me in a weird way. Not like it's oh, bad. I, dude. It's just yes. there's just some things that aren't quite lining up on the timeline. Yes. And I just have some questions. Uh-huh. And if I know you, I know that I'm going to get an answer. Like, like I'm going to figure out, oh, yeah, okay, this makes perfect sense now. Oh no, not at all. That's not. That's, this is this is so different for me that it will not make sense. Really? Oh, for sure. Dude. Well, you know. Well, I don't want to say that word, but certain things don't make sense sometimes. 
That's true. And it's a weird, um, what we're talking about is, so I am off the market right now. Wow. Uh, I Sorry, ladies. As of, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the the zero that we're at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm off the market. She. Um, what happened was I was on, I got on the dating scene. I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on the dating scene. All right. I'm going to do this thing. Hit me. I'm going to do it. Um, and I got on Tinder and uh, met a few people. And it wasn't, it wasn't that you don't like the people you meet. It's just there's not something there. Chemistry. There's just something missing. Yeah. And say we talked, like, there's one that I talked to for, like, three hours, four hours one night. Got off the phone. I was like, eh. <laughs> it says so much about our relationship, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I just got off. I was like, I mean, it was fun. But, oh, um. <laughs> Uh, did I, t- I think I said this on the po- a podcast, but uh, she was the one where I told her all of my my issues in the bedroom. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. We talked about it, okay. but we didn't talk oh, about okay. it on the podcast. I told her about the like the Babadook situation <laughs> and I went on to I went into it for like 15 minutes. And afterwards, all she did was let out a big sigh and go where she said, that's daunting. <laughs> Oh, I was trying to keep myself yeah. from snorting and right I, there right now. I made this weird sound. I said, oh, oh, it is, isn't it? It is very daunting. So I almost was just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then like the last week I was going to use this this um, this site, uh, I swiped right. You know, and I swiped right on, right, right on a, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I swiped right on a person that normally I just was like, oh, we probably are not going to connect. But it was like, bleep. You have a match. I said, oh, this is interesting. So I uh, contact her, just the normal, hey, how you doing? Seems like we're a match and, you know, laying out the charm. And then like 10 hours later, I was like, I was like, okay, she's not going to answer. And out of nowhere, she gives me an answer. She's like, hey, um, you know, so we're going back and forth and we have a connection. There's a, you know, we're going back and forth. And finally she says, look, I'm deleting this app. What do you want to do? Wowzers, like, man. Yeah. She's like, I'm deleting it. Do you want to have my number? And I was like, you know what? Give me your number. So she gave me her number. I contact her. We start going back and forth. And then weird things started happening. Can I ask you a question real quick? She would, yeah. So please. during this, I'm just trying to paint the picture. So during this time when you're going back and forth, are you texting? Are you talking? We're only going back and forth through the Tinder app. Okay. It gives you a messaging. Um, I only thing. asked because I thought she was going to delete it. Yeah, she she deleted. She's like, I'm deleting this app. What do you want to do? And she's, I was like, give me your, like, okay, give me, here's my number. I gave her my number. Said, here's my number. If you want to continue off of Tinder, do that. And so later on, she texted me. She's like, hey, this is Melissa. I said, hey. And we start going back and forth. And then weird things start happening. Like, she's like, um, we figure out we have the, both the same favorite foods. We like the same sort of- no, she's not. Not at Does all. Does that present a problem? Uh, that's no. She what she said was she's like I've always wanted to chill on the meat thing, but I've never had a reason to. Holy shit! Because, yeah, she's like I've never had a reason to, and it's like random things where when I say something my favorite, and she says it, I'm like that's awesome. Could have just been me saying it, but then she'd be like, my favorite thing is this, and I'm like, this is getting weird. 
out of no, it's like, this is getting downright strange. And so finally she's like, we were supposed to meet three weeks out, like three weeks later. And we're talking that day. Bro, can I, I'm sorry. Can I stop you one more time? Yeah. Um, so how far back are we going here? Like, when did this start? We're going a month ago. Just a month ago. A month. Yeah. Just a month ago. Okay. All right. And we were supposed to meet. We started talking for like a week. She called and we talked on the phone and all that stuff. Yeah. And three weeks later, I was like, what are you doing next week? I have this. What are you doing this? Week? Oh, I got to do this with my kids. I said, what are you doing the week after that? She's like, that's open. Ding, 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 ding. So that weekend, the weekend as in like we were talking, it was supposed to be three weeks out, but that weekend was a Mother's Day. And so she said, um, what are you doing at this very second? I said, what do you mean? She's like, it was like eight o'clock at night. I said, you know me, I'm up. She said, let's meet now. Wow. I said, oh, I thought you had to go to work tomorrow. She's like, I do, but I just have to see who I'm talking to if we have the chemistry in person. I said, I totally get that. Let's do it. So we go to the Mad Duck. I've never been. Um, well, so I'm just tripping on we, you, bro. Like you're, you're already stepping out into these environments. And by the way, Mad Duck is where? On uh, right, no, no. What's across it, the street? Right, it, uh, what's the town? It's not in Clovis. It's. I went to the one on Blackstone. On Blackstone, or maybe it's not the Mad Duck. Yard House. There, uh, no, it's right by. It was. It, what? What is what Elephant Bar used to be? Oh, you went to the uh, the Lazy Dog. There we go. Okay, sorry. I know that's kind of like trivial shit, but my point was, I thought when you said Mad Duck, I'm like, that's Clovis. No. So you're really taking some steps for but this. But technically. Woman. I thought Mad Duck was, Maya's not Clovis. Dude, it's like the ass crack of Clovis. It's close enough. I know, but I, see, I'm not on that border. <laughs> you're not, not going to stick your toe over, huh? No, sir. All right, fair So we, we, we go to the Lazy Dog yeah. and we order drinks. I walk in. I already know I'm stunning. So I knew I was going to be presentable. <laughs> so I literally walk in with the swag of a G. Uh, now, mind you, I was going to send you a picture. Because I have a oh Dan, dang, what am I doing? What am I doing on this show? What are you doing on I this show? A, what are you about to? What kind I have of pictures a, you sending me, man? Gee, I was gonna. I have a V neck, two new V neck t shirts, uh-huh. and the V neck goes like to the middle of my chest. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was gonna say, Dan, is this too low? <laughs> okay, did you wear it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, then it's, so then it's I, fine, Steve. It's just fine. Yes. Well, I don't know, G. I was bad, but I like looking at my chest. So I was like, oh, we're You're going. Like, Look at this t-shirt. Um, you can see my balls. <laughs> <laughs> they just plop through the V-neck. It's going to be a good show. I'm happy. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that is so good. That is, you got to clip that out. That is so, that is, okay. This year, that is the funniest thing that has been said on this podcast. That's the, that's the one, huh? I mean, but let's get, let's okay. get back to you though. Cause this is the okay, one. Okay. Anyway. Thing. So I, I wear, I'm wearing my ball, uh, my V-neck. <laughs> so my balls are hanging and out, so, right? <laughs> they're right there. So I walk in and then, uh, I see her and I'm just like, hey, because she had been warning me, you know, what's funny. She had been warning me. She's like, I might look different than I do in the picture. And she looked better than the picture. So I was like, hey, nice to meet you. 
And it's this weird thing where now it it was like, okay, we're meeting, we sit down, we start talking. And it's awkward from the from the jump, it's kind of weird. Well, it's a weird because situation, like, dude. I mean, exactly. I'm completely removed from, from I almost said Twitter, from uh, Tinder. Yeah. I'm completely yes. removed from it. I don't even understand it because it wasn't around when I got into my situation. You know what I mean? So I could yes. understand that being really, really awkward. Very like um, inorganic almost. Yes. And we've been talking so wonderfully on the phone that now face to face, it's not transferring yet. So we're kind of talking, kind of talking. And then we get into a groove and we start talking so long that like lazy dog is about to close. So I was like, well, I guess that's it. And she said, she gets a text from her daughter. that's like, I want some food. Is there any, uh, can you pick me up something? And I was like, well, let's, you know, she said, let's go to Denny's. Or she said, I'm going to go to Denny's. I said, well, I'll go with you. And she's like, okay. So we go to Denny's. And I'm like, it's feeling so different from the phone. And I don't know why. Because we had been talking a lot on the phone. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Do you think that it's because, like, is this in your head is what I'm saying? Like, do you think she's fine? Uh, but this yes. is in your head. You're kind of going like, I'm in not really. In my head, it, yes. And what I did, oh, Dan. Dan, you're going to love this. I probably will. And it was totally organic. I said, hey, something doesn't feel right. And she's like, really? And I grabbed her hand. I was like, there we go. You G. <laughs> Fucking lover boy and a half right there, man. And I was like, oh, we had been talking so much that doing this walking side by side is not going to work. I was like, we're past that now. Because we had been talking every single day, you know? And so it's just like, and after that, it was just on and on. We, uh, later on that night, I, I did the thing where, you know, I got, uh, I was like, oh no, the dinner's on me. Man, I was like, how much do I owe you? The girl's like, oh, it's $4.95 for this, for this breakfast. I was like, $4.95? Are you sure? She's like, I work here, yes. <laughs> I said, dang, I didn't know you guys sold breakfasts for four bucks. It's crazy. What a bargain. Oh, fish out of water, you. I was tripping, dude. But so I walk her to her car and she gets in and she goes and I give her a kiss on the cheek and I walk away. And she's like, bye, I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, you know what? Can't leave it like that. And I kiss her. Get down, dude. <laughs> I don't know this side week. of you, so this is very interesting to me. It was, it was, and it, was, it was like out of a movie. And so that's what I, and then the next day we talk when she gets home. And then the next day she's like, you know what? What do you think about last night? I said, I loved it. We, we clicked. And she said, look, you're the only one I'm going to be talking to. And I was like, you're the only one I'm going to be talking to. Wow. She's like, okay. And that's it. Well, that, I it. mean, and the thing is too, is that it sounds super quick. To me, but at the same time, I'm not taking into consideration the conversation, the quality of conversation yes. that was had, you know, and it the connection. Was, I'm, you know, yeah. and I'm not, I don't know. I, it's weird. Like when it, you told me, you said, Hey, I'm talking to a few people. And I said, Okay, right on, man. We had this conversation before. I remember this. Yeah. And uh, uh -huh. so, you know, we're just, you didn't, you seemed very nonchalant about the whole thing. And then yes. you just went into overdrive all of a sudden, which isn't a bad thing, yes. dude. I'm not trying to make like, you're going too quick, Steve. I'm not going down that road whatsoever. It was just, you know, for you, and from what I know of you over the last few years, this is just so not Steve. Oh, dude, it's so strange for me. It's, oh, dude, I'm about to be the worst. <laughs> it's like um, uh, uh, she texts me. She's like, hey, um, this is different, isn't it? I said, yes, it is. You're not feeling a weird thing. She's like, yeah, it feels very different. And it's kind of scary because it's like, yeah, this hasn't really happened before. This is a, oh, oh, this is what this thing feels like. 
This is weird for me. It's a very strange thing. I no, I'm not going to put you on that spot, but I'm really happy for you, brother. I'm going to say that. Like, like I appreciate. Like it's weird because I, I just I don't know this side of you. Yeah, and it's strange. The one thing I just want to make sure this isn't going to jack up the podcast, right? Like you're not you're not oh, you're geez, not getting with on. Yoko or anything like that, right? Come on, dude. I'm just kidding. Is she, does she listen to the show? Uh no, she uh she doesn't know pop culture. Mm. She don't need to know she pop culture, know, Melissa. Like she hasn't you seen just need to talk yet. to us a little bit and we'll tell you all about oh, that no, stuff. Here, here's when I knew it was serious. I said, um, you've got to meet Dan and Gail. Did you really say that? Like, or are you just trying to make me feel I, good? No, if she will tell you. She will tell that you. That makes me feel she's good, like, man. Oh. Yeah, a lot of friends like, in your oh. life, and I appreciate that. Um, I don't okay, I have a lot of acquaintances. No, I feel you. I have a lot of that's real. I understand. I feel you, but still, yeah, man, it's that's, I, that's a very, uh, like I'm very flattered, man. It makes me feel good. Yeah, for sure. It makes me all like, warm oh, and fuzzy inside. Because I know, uh, I want because it's like there's only a few like family, uh, you and you know you and Gail that is going to be like everyone else what they think of her. I don't care. Has she met mom? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Right. Has she met Maj? She has met Maj, but Maj, you already knew how that conversation. <laughs> Hi, Maj. How you doing? That's no, it. I'm just playing, Maj. I'm it. just fucking with you, Maj. Just kidding. No, he was just like, hi. He's just shy, man. Up. You know that. I don't I even, why am I telling it. you how your son behaves? You know. You, you, but you know how that went. And so later. It's so sweet, though, dude. There. He's like a soup. He's like a sweet kid. Like, he's just so shy. He's just super shy. And so she leaves. And I said, um, well, how do you like her? He's like, I like her. Aww. And I said, I said, do you think she's a keeper? He's like, yeah. Aww. This is fucking beautiful, said, man. Oh. I was like, well, this is freaking awesome. But I here's the thing. I did meet. Here's the thing. I knew that um, uh, she showed me a video of her daughter looking through my Facebook. And she's like, hey, who's homegirl? I was like, I wonder who she's talking about. And I forgot. The first thing you scroll through are a bunch of pictures of, of me and uh, the workout girl. Over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, my gosh, is it that? And she's like. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures of this girl over and over and over again. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. I know, dang, that but, was uh, nothing. Yeah, you know, no. And so I knew when I met the daughter, I thought she was going to be sketchy on me. But I did meet her daughter. Side-eyeing you and shit. Like, what's your, what, are your, what are your intentions with my mother? Exactly. But the thing is, dude, bro, come on, Dan. You already know your boy. Like, everybody in her family wanted to meet me. Because they were like, we have seen you be, you know, it go left. We've seen it go left. Um, and it normally, because whenever you get into a relationship that's horrible, you're already knee deep before people realize, oh, no. So um, they were like, is this guy? And I get it. A lot of times I come off a little bit, but like, yeah, he's doing a thing. And I kept telling Melissa, I was like, this isn't a thing. When you say doing a thing, did they think you were like code switching and shit or what? No, like they thought that, oh, he's loud. He's funny. He's this. But is he really like that? Yes. And I was like, Melissa, this is just me. A hundred percent of the, most of the time. And you know, I'll vouch for you too. Yes. I come in hot. <laughs> I come in very hot. And so, uh, but her family was, you know, they... Here's what got me. I met her mom and she hugged me after we met. And she said, now I know 
why her daughter loves you. I was like, oh, I looked at Cameron. I was like, really? She's like, oh, God. She's like, she's 15. <laughs> so she's like, oh, God. I'm like, wait a minute. I did not know this. But she was just saying that she like, like, she's met. I'm sure she's like this for my mom. I get it. As far as he, she knows that we're, that I'm not going to do that thing. So she's like, she's seen mom, maybe not make mistakes, but things didn't go so right. And she had some feelings about it, obviously, because it's her daughter. Mm -hmm. But now she feels like, hey, this is a good one. You got a good egg, mom. Totally. And so from there, we're we're just, uh, um, you know, we're just like, we're not in any rush to do anything. Now we're just coasting, enjoying each other's company and just being like, hey. She's not, um, the good thing is she's not into the marriage thing. She's like, I don't mind doing a, like, commitment ceremony that that the, you know, California's not involved with. (laughs) And I was like, because me, you know me. Well, no, I don't actually, because just last week you were saying, you know what, man? I honestly, I forgot exactly what you said, but it was something to the effect of, you know, I'm actually thinking that I might possibly be able to get married again at some point. You said something to that effect last week. Yes, but in my brain, I, I just can't get the state involved. I just can't do it. But I could imagine myself being like, I am committed to you. Common law, baby. Is it in California, OG? Yeah, I believe so. Is it legit? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't have the documentation in front of me and shit, but yeah. That's how they get you, huh? That's how they get you. No, like my <laughs> like my uncle's been married, uh, common law, whatever it's called, for, jeez, close to 15, 20 years now. Really? And they share everything. Huh. I don't know exactly how it works, dude. Hey, ladies and gentlemen out there, you got some information for Steve or myself about common law marriages or, or whatever you call that shit, please send it in. I know there's some smart people out there. Shannon, you're a lawyer. There we go. Get the books out. This is the last gushy thing I'm going to say because it is so gushy and so gross. (laughs) Um, It was like, okay, oh, Dan, what am I doing to myself? You're like, hold on, there's two more gushy things. Oh, Lord. Let it out, man. This is your outlet right here. This is terrible. You're on your platform. This is so funny. Okay, so, oh, my God. I, um, dude, okay. I cannot stand a lot of well no i do love them but they were just fun songs just fun i was like oh i love cushy love songs because they're just mushy and silly dude they like mean something now steve's looking in the mirror be like i don't know much <laughs> but i know i love you that may be all i need to know <laughs> i know shit. i'll sit there looking in the mirror like and I'm ready to take. <laughs> ready to take a chance again with you. <laughs> Melissa, oh, you came and you gave without taking. <laughs> Gee, it is so funny, dog. It is so interesting. And it's like, I was like, okay, this is the thing. I talked to my sister and my sister is very protective. She's like, "Mm -hmm." as she should be. Yeah. All these things. She's like, she texted me. She said, I want to meet her alone. Oh, I said, you know, um, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't, 
I think I'll just go with, because she remembers last time. And she's like, if I would have met her alone, this crap wouldn't have happened. So she's like, but I was like, you know, we could just all go to, and the thing is, I know that they're just going to, they're going to be like, wow, she's amazing. This is how it's going to yep. go down, dude. You guys are going to go out to dinner, right? Yes. And you and Michael are going to suddenly get left alone as the girls retreat to the restroom to freshen up, dude, so to speak. Totally. And that's where it goes down. She's just, you know, they're going to be sitting there doing what the women do in the mirror and shit. At the, she's just going to be like, oh, and by the way, what are your intentions? She's going to say something like that. Wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised because she kept on she, she her. <laughs> Here's the thing. My first question was, are you a Republican? When we were starting talking. Nice. And she's like, no, my family. And the thing is, she's like, you know, a lot of my family. I was like, well, I assume that most of your she's she's white. So I assume most of her family is Republican. Um, but I was like, the fact that you aren't means a lot because surrounded by that. Normally you are. Are her family um, Republicans? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just wondering. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I don't. I don't label a Republican like as a racist or anything. I was just asking this question. Okay. I don't. I don't let me. Let me. Let me fix that. Let me fix that. I don't. I don't label all Republicans. <laughs> there we as go. Racist. And the thing is, I. I told her I was like, you know, I'm not gonna just sit there and if they, you know, if if these conversations come up, I'm not gonna just, you know, I'm going to say, you know, whatever I need to say, and if it gets to a point, I'll walk. And she doesn't seem mad at all. She's like, yeah, well, I'd probably leave with you. I was like, oh, well, perfect. Wow. I mean, she's, it's, every, it's everything I was looking for. And some things I was like, oh, I didn't even know I liked that. Interesting. Have you met her family yet? Yes. They love me, which is very weird. I didn't expect that. But I made a joke. They're like, I was like, I think they like me because I'm of good stock. It was a an interest like I know that they they just don't want their kid to be hurt again. That's good, man. That means that they she's got a solid not. family. She does have a very they love her. They love her, man. I mean, they love her. And um, you know, I walked away there, you know, they were just like, uh, yeah, he's great. So I got a confession. But I'm like, yes. So you know, you're my boy, right? Yes. So I, I'm concerned as well, right? So mm-hmm. I, I did a little looking. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Did a little Facebook looking. Uh-huh. That's right, Melissa. If you hear this, I'm checking you out. Uh-huh. Looking at you. Uh, you got a good situation, bro. You know, she I mean, seems very... Yeah. Um, I just looked at pictures. I didn't get all weird or anything like that, but I was just looking at pictures. She's got a fantastic smile, first of all. And I think that yeah, a lot does. can be said about that. It seems very genuine. It doesn't seem like one of those things that... I'm a bitter person and then smile. I look good. And then I'm a, I'm a bitter person again. Like, it, <clears throat> excuse me. I think that, uh, I don't know, man. Like I even watched a little video of you guys. I'm sorry. I'm such a Facebook stalker, but I was watching a little video. You'd like trying food out in the kitchen and shit like that. Cause I was checking out the dynamics. I wanted to see my boy in yeah. action. That was, she said, she's like for a first time knowing my daughter, that was like, it touched her. And that was her daughter. That's what I was going to ask you. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Cool. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It seems like you got a good situation, dude. I'm very happy for you, Steve. I appreciate. It's a fun. It's a very fun. Um, it's a very fun. Like you know, it's it's. Uh, I think the um, <laughs> uh, the big thing is, um, just not. And you know what? This is for listeners. Look, dude. If I know a lot of us that have been in bad situations. 
get in these new situations. And if things resemble what you felt before, you run. But just don't. Be like, hey, look, the only possible way for you to actually find something good is to put something on the line. Seriously. If you never do, nothing's ever going to come to fruition. You just can't. Because you'll be like, you got to, just like you, like, uh, if you were to be like, hey, I'm not going to risk it with Gail because I'm not going to let myself feel the way I felt about anyone else. I'd be like, well, then you're going to only half like her. You got to be like, if she breaks your heart, that's life. Every situation is different, dude. Everyone. Yes. You can have similar situations, similar good, yes. similar bad, but they're all different. All And the, the feelings will feel like that tingly butterfly feeling. And you'll be like, uh-oh, got to run away from that. Well, then, dude. And sister, you are not going to find that thing. You got to be like, hey, I'm going to put it on the line and just say, hey, what happens will happen if I get screwed. But the thing I, I told I told uh, Melissa, I was like, I said, you know what? Um, normally, I'm scared. Oh, I'm going to walk, even though I haven't been cheated on before. Like, I'm going to walk in. You're with some guy. I find out that you're cheating or, oh, it doesn't work out. But I'm like, at this point, I would have to be like, if it all falls apart, I have to take away the be like, oh, but Steve is capable of feeling that thing. I didn't know I was. So moving forward, I know I could feel that. You thought it was dead, huh? I thought it was G. Dead. Dead. Yeah, I totally and, believe that, dude. Just from our conversations. Oh, oh, I thought it was over. It was. I don't have that part of my heart. I was like, I just don't have it anymore. And now that I know I do, it's like, oh, well, worst case scenario, at least I know that that is there, but I do believe that this is um, going to be, um, I'm not looking anywhere else. I'll say that. Smart. We're not looking anywhere else. We are, um, we understand that problems are going to happen, but it's a fact of how, we're like, look, we're going to get in arguments. We're going to get mad at each other. Well, of course. It's a fact of. Do we want to stick it out? And do you think it's worth and, it? He's like, right now I do. And quite honestly, you guys are in the quote unquote honeymoon phase, man. Total honeymoon. You got to be said, real about it. You know, we have, and I was like, we love it now, but remember this is good, but we have to like, oh dude, I came up. Okay. You promised not to judge your boy. Gee, I'm just getting mushy. Come on now. I'm the worst. Come on, man. Check out, but you're also going to be like, Hey, that's very clever. So, um, <laughs> I have a remember portrait that we're putting together um, that we're going to take a picture of a very amazing happy day in the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And when we get into a big argument, we're going to have a, it's going to say, I remember like say, Hey, remember that's us. That's us. This isn't us. Is this your idea? Yeah. Was this some, and I'm being dead serious. Like, did you just come up with this? Is this some shit you saw yeah. on Etsy? Like where, where? No, I just came up with it. Okay. I, I like, like it. We have to remember that that's us. When we're arguing, we got to come into this room and say, hey, let's remember that smiling couple is us. We have to always have that. Because we're going to hit it. We're going to hit a brick sometimes. We're going to hit a, we're not going to agree on something and be like, okay, worst case scenario, we're going to be mad, but we always have to come back to that. Remember this. I mean, dude, the fact of the matter is, and I know I don't have to tell you this, like, you know, I, yes, I've been married a super long time, but it's not like. Yes, you are. See, you're going to be able to, like, I'm like, if I get in problems. Dan's one of the first people I'm calling be like, dude, how do you get past a, there is not going to be a middle ground. 
you both disagree and that thing just has to sit. Right, but I'm there. I'm not even coming from that standpoint though. I'm not being like, yeah. oh, I've been married a long time so I have all the oh, answers because yeah. trust me, I don't. But, you know, it's just like, you, you know, once you realize that there's true ugly that everyone has and you have to be able to get past the ugly, you know what I mean? We all have something ugly about ourselves. It doesn't, I don't give a shit who you are. There is something, let me use a different word, um, undesirable perhaps or- yes different views. You, you get my point. There's going to be yes. some point where you guys are going to come to some sort of a, a a fork in the road or a disagreement that you may not be able to just instantaneously work out, man. But that's part of it, dude. So you just have to move past that. And if you guys have the ability to do so, that's just going to make you guys stronger. I think that you that, like, yes. like, I don't believe people when they're like, oh, you know, we've been married for 20 years and we never fight. Fuck you. No. That's yeah. not true. Mm-mm. You know, that's my, that's my, thing. you know, I or like the people like on, not everyone, of course, but there are a lot of, uh, like Facebook posts. You see people, they're just, it's all for show on Facebook, but you're like, come on. I see right through that shit. You know what I mean? Just, yes. just be yourselves and realize that things are going to get rocky every once in a while. And you just got to clubber lang that shit, dude, and be rocky. You know what I'm saying? And here, and here's the thing. Here's the big one for me. I, I'm not doing it like I did before. I'm going to have, my circle is going to be very tight. There's only going to be a few people that have anything <laughs> to do with the relationship. I love like, it when you talk about your tight circle, few, dude. You like that? Uh, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, okay, I want a circle where, um, you know, if I get into trauma and I'm on the situation, be like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Where I have like you and, you know, maybe one other person where it's just like, look, I know her and I know y'all. There is no running at this point. You need to work this out. None of those brothers be like, heck yeah, man, get back out there and handle your, no, I don't want that in my circle of relationship. I want to be surrounded by people being like, this, if you walk, you're going to regret that. I'm telling you right now. And when you do regret it, I'm going to say, I told you, so I'm not going to give you a, but like, I told you, go back there and work it out. And I'm like, oh, my circle matters. I think a circle of friends who, who you have around you matters. 100%. You know, you need people to be like, oh, I don't care that you argued. Go back. What are you doing here with me? Go comfort your girl. I'm with you, I man. will hook up with you tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go home. Like, I'm at this point in my life where, like, I get it. The small circle and everything. And notice I didn't say tight. But I <laughs> <laughs> hey, a small circle of people, man. And where I'm at now, it's like, I see your point because I would rather have people around me that are positive, such as yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. And if I can't have that, I would rather have nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the point? I don't want people that are going to be raining on my damn parade all the time or throwing their their bad experiences and like making them yours. You know what I mean? Like taking their bad experiences from the past and making them yours and throwing negativity at you and shit like that. Yeah. Man, no, you need. Yeah. We're too old for that shit, dude. Quite frankly. Gee. We are way, and the thing is, I want a Dan and Queen Gale situation. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Then just be ready to work, dude. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing, though. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing where uh, I have to get used to that because, I mean, dude, I haven't done it in how long now? I mean, like really worked at a really... It's been a long time. Well, then it's due time, man. And all you got to do is just follow the great words of Taylor Dane, dude. And just don't rush me. I've made that mistake before. Well, worth waiting for. (laughs) You know what I think about every time I think of Taylor Dane now? I have no idea what you think about when you think about Taylor Dane. 
Tig Notaro's sketch. Oh, and uh, you know what I did? That's the only thing I think yeah. about. I'm like, how do you make that funny? What, what was the deal with that? She went up to her at a party or something like that. And she said, hey, I, I love your music. Well, I'm not a singer anymore. <laughs> she said some yes, crazy shit like that to so, her. And she kept on running it. But could you name? Okay, this is off the topic. Can you? Could you name four Taylor Dane songs? Mm, I doubt it. Let's see. Don't Rush Three? Me. Three? Yeah. Mm. I know Ooh. I know more, dude. It's the titles that are getting me. Uh, fuck. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> For the sake right? of time, I can't. I think I, okay, Don't Rush Me. Tell it to my heart. Oh, tell it to my heart. Yes. Yes. And then um, love will lead you back. Love will lead you back. <laughs> That's the na, one. Na, 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 na. She was good. She she rocked the 90s, dude. She rocked the 90s. We should do a Taylor Dane show. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be your solo. No more. That'll be your solo joint. But yeah, I'm I'm very happy. Next week, guys, wait. Steve talks about Taylor Dane. Yes, the Taylor Dane half hour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I am a um, an interrelationship man taking off the market. Well, congratulations to you, man. I'm very happy Appreciate for you. Appreciate it, man. And I'm Appreciate sure our listeners are happy for you, too. Of course. I've been getting hit up. They're wonderful, wonderful. We've got good listeners, man. Oh, dude. Um, I mean, I, I got hit up by just the most wonderful, most wonderful listeners. Of course- you know, Sean Veezy hit me up like a G. Appreciate it. Everybody's like, congratulations. They're just wonderful people. Bucks hit you up, yeah? I mean, Bucks is, I mean, I, you know what's funny? I don't consider Bucks a listener. That's true. I, like, I, he's I, I wasn't friend. really like going there. It's just, I thought I saw yeah. something that he, he put down. Yeah, he's like, like that's my, that's, my, that's my friend. Like, we're friends. Yeah, of course. It's pretty, it's kind of wild though, isn't it? Like, these people are becoming... Like, um, like Bucks and like Sean, like we talk about stuff, not podcasting. Like we talk about like occasionally a life thing. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. I've had similar conversations, man. Different people. But I mean, of course, with Johnny, like uh, when all that shit was going bad for me last year, like Johnny called me up, dude, on Facebook. Like we had a, a like a, uh, what do they call that? Facebook messenger conversation. Yes. Yes. And he's like, hey, you want to chat? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll chat, you know. And then I'm thinking he's just going to chat with me. The phone rings and Bucks calls me and like gave me words of wisdom that I needed to hear. G, G. And like, like heard, like I was crying on the phone, dude. Like, like no, just, oh, I had tears in my eyes. Like I was a fucking mess. Bucks will attest to this. I was a mess. He's, yeah. And he had like his, first of all, the tone <laughs> and Bucks's voice is like velvet, first of all. Mm. But on top of that, he has these words of wisdom, man. Like he really shed some light on some things. And quite honestly, I felt better from that day forward. Or at least I began to feel better from that day forward. So yes, I totally know what you mean. Like this this show has brought real friends into our lives. It's crazy. Yes. It's like, and it's unfortunate because I I wish we were, I mean, one day we're going to have a meetup and the meetup is going to be the mushiest meetup on the history. I'm hoping it's next year in Chicago, man. Shot town. I just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I think I might cry when I see Bucks, dude. Oh, no, you totally will. <laughs> I think I will. No, you you totally will. I'm going to, here's my thing, because I'm still working on the baseline that he sent me, which is impossible. It's He makes it seem easy. It's impossible. But um, <laughs> But it's just so wonderful to be able to be around these people that I just know. Like, I mean, look, if when we meet up with, you know, Becca, Melissa, Quentin, Sean Veezy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Brian and them, uh, all these people that I that we're gonna be like, oh, now we finally see each other face to face. Nana, 
uh, the cats at Blurds R Us, you know, you know, th- when we have that big, massive meetup, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. You know, we I, it's got and, and we have a good crew. And again, it's like everyone this week has hit me up. Not, and it's because normally you'd be like someone is going to be like, be caution, be careful. Oh, wait, a, you know, slow it down. Every person is like, dude, congratulations. Enjoy it. Have a blast. I'm like, this is what I needed. Have a ball. It's fantastic. Congratulations. Man. Yeah, everyone. I think everyone is just like, like even when I walked in to go play at church, as soon as I walk in, they're like, well, well, well. Look at <laughs> Look Mr. at the lover boy. Exactly. They're just all like, they thought I wasn't that. They're like, I thought you were Mr. Single. That's what they thought. And they were like, just congratulations. So I'm excited, man. I'm very excited, for, especially for you guys to meet her. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Hey, one more thing about Chicago, if we do, I mean, we are going, but uh, you you brought up Melissa. I'm talking to you, Sloter. I don't think she goes to these things. So let's change that. We're going to go, like, why like your she? boys are coming from California. I think you need to show up. So just start planning for it. You live in the city. There's no reason for you not to go. Wait a minute. I'm, you know what? Maybe that's an unfair statement, but like, I think she didn't, I'm pretty sure she didn't go last year. I would have been disappointed. Oh, she has to go. I'm just saying, I would have been disappointed. If I just showed up and she wasn't there, I'd been like, oh, like that? Okay. Is Because Re- Rebecca's right. going, right? I stick my tongue. Like you do stick my tongue in my cheek. Okay. 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 Is, Re- is Rebecca going? Yeah. She goes every year. And uh, all the people from uh, PCL go? Well, it's going to be Brian and Jake. Yeah. And then, of course, all of their, the leftover army all shows up. And I'm really excited to meet you guys, too. There are some of you that I talk to regularly, and I'm very excited for this, man. I think this year's going to be awesome. I'm so excited about Chicago next year. I'm just, because it's going to be like February, I believe. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not going to be some fucking ice storm or something that keeps us from making it. You know what I mean? Perfect for me. I love the cold. Well, you're going to get a lot of that, dude. It's supposed to be Can't super wait. cold over Let's here. go. Here's my only worry. When we're on the, when we're on like the, 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 the runway, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing like ice on the wings, I'll be like, time out. <laughs> I don't think we're ready. <laughs> I don't think I want to go outside. Can I just fly back? Uh, no, my thing is I don't want to fly with ice on the wing. I've seen that movie. I've seen it. What if there was a man on the wing? Bruh. Bruh. If you believe we put a man on the wing. Remember that song? I do. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie's tripping on the plane again. Yeah, yeah, Bruh. yeah, yeah. I can't believe you know that song. Come on, man. It's me. Stop. Hey, would you do an R&M show? As in a podcast? Yeah. Um, I think they have enough history to do one. So I, really? I would say that um, maybe. That's what I'll say. I don't know. They, they're another group that I don't understand how they got so popular. College rock, baby. Oh, Dave Matthews. John Mayer. That was his big thing. John college Mayer? little tours, G. Yeah, he did those college. Yeah, tours but I'm, it's two. different. Yeah, I mean, it's all college rock, I guess. Yeah. Yes, G. Oh my, we could do a college rock show. No, because each one of them are made. Like John Mayer has a story. Dave Matthews has a story. We can do. R-E-M yeah, we could story. do that. We could like play hacky sack while we're doing it. That's true. We could fucking play totally. beer pong and do keg stands. Go to Cal Poly. Drop Molly in people's drinks and shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that actually. You At know least it's funny? not ketamine. Jeez, I'm just trying to get them to have a good time. I don't time. even know what ketamine means. I think I think it's ketamine. Is that the one that's the uh, special K? The, uh, well, no, that's a cereal. 
I'm talking about no, the, that's a drug. Well, I prefer the cereal. I'm just talking about that nasty that's drug gross. that you know, creepies. You know what, dude? Real quick, uh, I just remembered when I was in New York back in 2009. No big deal. You went to New York. No big. deal. No, it's really not for the purpose it, of it the story. Is, We're it's hanging you. out, dude. It's like three because you know the bars close at 4 a.m. over there, mm-hmm. as I recall. But it's late, late into the evening, and we're hanging out with a bunch of people that we went with, and we meet these guys that we we think are pretty cool, okay? And very friendly, almost too friendly, but I was hammered, and I'm thinking that we're making new friends and shit, right? And yes. But then they started saying all this weird shit that was just like, they're all, oh, yeah, so uh, I know a guy that, uh, that works for, um, oh, God, what was the name of that musical? Uh, rock, ah, son of a bitch. My my mind's blanking right now. But anyway, he you know he he has a connection, a Broadway connection. So we should all go and we can go check it out. I saw the damn musical and I can't think of it right now. I keep saying thinking School of Rock, but it's not that. Anyway, um, he starts just starts saying all these things. Oh, we'll do this and we'll do that. And I'm thinking, okay, we've known you guys for like hour and a half, two hours max. This is going a little weird, right? So uh, there was this this one uh, this one woman that went with us. And she sort of struck up a, you know, a conversation with this one guy and they were hitting it off. Right. So we know something's going down. And uh, she I just happened to look, dude, I just happened to freaking look at the right time. And I see him go and just throw a little something into the drink. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, snip. So we took the drink and it got to remember, I'm I'm saying all of this with 10 years between the incident and of course I was drunk out of my mind but I remember we Uh got the drink away from her and then it just kept getting weirder because like I don't know how but the night continued I don't even know how the fuck this happened but I swear I'm not making this up so the night continues and we go outside oh that's why okay that's why the story seems weird so before that happened we'd gone outside and we were like let's take a big group picture right so we take this picture and I have the picture still but the guy that I'm talking about Mr. Droppy Drink he was like, oh, you know what? Um, I don't really like taking pictures, so I'm just going to hang out. He like, anytime someone had a camera around, he would like mm-hmm. move away. And I'm thinking that's kind of odd. Like, okay, I get it. You know, you don't think you're photogenic or something, but that's odd to me. And then afterwards, when we went back, that's when he did the drop into the drink. But what's crazier is, wow. yeah, and we told, and I remember we got it away from her, but somehow she ended up going home with him. <laughs> so... I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. It was just, you just took me somewhere right now, but did yeah. you, wait, wait, did you, did you, did you, I mean, did you like say, Hey, you shouldn't be going home with that I guy? I think I did. Yeah. But it, it didn't, uh, it didn't bear any weight. No, oh, that's, that's, that's a whole, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm missing the part of the story because again, we were annihilated that night, but yeah, that's, that's all uh, I'm talking about. We were with a group of people. We went for this, uh, this, uh, conference. And so we were with a oh, whole bunch of people. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Well, we, oh, okay. I may have told you about it, but I mean, this was back. Yeah, in, you told me. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you told me about that. Conference. Yeah, it was the World Burn Congress and um, or yeah. World Burn Conference, rather. So we went to that, and um, so we were with a whole bunch of people that we never met before. But you know how, like, when you roll a bunch of strangers roll together, they tend to become friends of quite course. quickly. So it was that yes. kind of situation. But I know I'm not making this up, and I do have the picture still of the group, and the one guy wasn't in it like that. And I'm starting to, th- and well, I've been thinking this for years, but I remember going back and looking at the picture thinking, that's why you didn't want to be in the fucking picture, huh? Because this is like, this is your Friday night, isn't it? This is what you do. Anyway, oh, snap. Sorry. Anyway, I know that just has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but you just brought me back for a second, and I thought I would share that with you. I kind of wish I didn't, because it really but- wasn't the best story. It was a good story. Oh, thanks. It was horrifying. It was kind of horrifying. Of a possible right? rape, but um Well, I mean, the thing is is I think I think everything was uh um consensual 
But if to you, me, if it you seems like it was consent. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I remember a friend of ours went with her to this dude's house. And they like stayed the night and everything while they they handled their business. But it just always makes me wonder: did you did you end up getting another one in that I didn't see? Or Ooh, I don't that's know, man. Scary, dude. Yeah, it that sounds really crazy. Story. Like 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 something's not adding up as far as my storytelling goes because there had to have been something some something in between that allowed this to happen. But I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I remember that. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. I don't know. I bet you know what? I'm gonna, That's a horrifying I'm story. not going to stop the show for the sake of this, but I'm, after we record, I'm going to talk to Gail about it because I know she remembers this too. Anyway, let's, let's oh, move oh, on. That's right. She, that's right. That's right. She, I didn't know. She, I didn't know. That's right. I didn't know that Gail went out there and got plastered with you. Oh, man. It was, it was crazy. It was a crazy, I, crazy yeah, I can't time. even do that anymore. I, I could drink one wine, one thing of wine, and I'm done. Rock of Ages was the musical I was thinking of, by the way. Sorry. Okay, I'm better. Oh, now. yeah. Who, was, who, was, who played Jesus in that one? Uh, on the time you went, no one. Jesus wasn't in that. Oh, oh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages is a uh, an eighties like rock, like a White Snake and Foreigner. Oh, and, uh, it's like a musical that has to do with this club that's opening. This this guy that oh, wants to. And, you know who it's? Do you know who it starred? Do you remember Constantine Margulies from American sure Idol? Do, from American Idol, yeah, yeah, it starred him. And then we went to another one, like a couple nights before. And it was like off Broadway, so a little like a smaller theater. And it was the Toxic Avenger, dude. It was the Toxic Avenger musical, Please, dude. Are you kidding? Composed me? by the keyboardist Bon Jovi, whatever his name is, and it starred. Speaking of American Idol, oh damn it, what was her name? Um, I think she was a runner-up. Anyway, it was like season two. I can't think of her name right now. Man, my memory. I think I'm getting old, Steve. I can't remember shit right now. What was going on? But you did have a good time. I had a fantastic time. And that's the take home, ladies and gentlemen. Get yourself out to New York and check out some Broadway. Get drunk in the streets and just protect your drinks. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is a great that story. That is a PSA. That is a wonderful story. Thank you. Thank you. So, hey, so, Steve, we got stuff to talk about, man. I, I've, Let's do it. All right. So, Steve, so I had a couple things I wanted to get you know, out of the way before we get going here. Because there was a few emails that we left off last week. We got a couple Aww, more. Because of you. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. But also, last week was incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I pay attention to the numbers of this show, and we had a massive bump. We have new listeners here, so I, I don't know who's listening. I don't know how many of you are, have stuck around, but we've gotten some really positive response. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to the Heroes of Noise family, and we hope you stick around. So thank you very much for listening. It was fantastic to see the numbers jump up like that. Uh, That's you. Well, no, it's us. Stop it. Because anyway, but I just want to say thank you very much to the new listeners. I think that's fucking awesome that you're here. And I really hope you enjoy the show. Secondly, this is just something that's real quick. I thought you'd appreciate this because we both love Johnny Favs, right? I love Johnny Favs. So Ben, my son, his friend uh, was at Disneyland recently. And I guess Johnny Favs just walks up to him. He's wearing a Star Wars shirt. And uh, John Favreau walks up to him and just hands him a Mandalorian coin. I know you don't know what the Mandalorian coin is. So just picture Boba Fett. On the coin, which I just think that's fucking cool. Like you're just standing there at Disneyland. You spend a lot of money when you go there, right? So you you should get all of the experience that you can. And I think that would be a really cool experience to meet Johnny Favs. He hands you a coin to something that's Amazing. not even out yet. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was cool because he put it on Reddit and it just kind of blew up. And I heard other podcasts talking about him. PCL talked about him. He had a little 15 minutes of fame. So good on him. Anyway, I just want to share that story with you. That's huge. Thirdly, sir, I have a question for you. Yes. So I was just reading this morning that there is a Boy George biopic in the works. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm asking is, with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and then, of course, Rocket Man coming out, and just within a matter of like a, 
less than a year. Do you feel this is too much too quickly? Um, for, for I think what happened because uh, I've never seen bio like biopics happen so quickly. It's like I don't know if they all plan to come no, out. You know what's so going quickly. on here, right? What is this? Is the next thing? Zombies, vampires, rock stars. You know it's true, but I would have thought that Ray would have started that. But I think maybe Ray was such a maybe they're just like we're not gonna come on the heels of that. But then I think Homeboy did a great job of Freddie Mercury. So I'm shocked that anyone comes on the heel of that. But so far, no one has beat Ray, in my opinion. I don't think anyone's done it Do yet. you have an but interest in seeing a Boy George biopic? No. I do. I do not. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it sparks my curiosity a little bit. But I'm of the opinion that these are coming out too quickly. And I, I don't know if I like it, man. I think that I just hate when Hollywood gets on trends and they're just like, well, let's yes. just fucking beat this one to death. That's what I feel is happening right now. And on top of that, this is just my speculation, my prediction, I should say. I think Rocket Man's going to be a flop. Uh, do you think that it's going to be a flop because he's singing the songs? Um, and by the way, I could be completely wrong about this. And if I am, I'll eat my words. Um, I'm just watching the trailer. This is not something that I want to see. No, I don't think him. For me, it's him singing. Is that what turns like you if, off? Oh, it turns me all the way off. So you don't want to see the movie either? Oh, no, I'm not going yeah. to. Yeah, okay, cool. Then we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to see that movie. Okay, there's two things that really bug me about this movie. First of all, it looks fantastic. Like, whoever shot this, it, it, they, it's beautifully shot. But here's my problem with it. That, first of all, what's his name? Taron Edgerton, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his singing... Which is fine. He, yeah. he sounds like he can carry a tune, but I'm not here. I'm not going to pay money to hear him sing, John. It's like no. it's like karaoke. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to pay for that. And then there's this thing. And I know a lot of people like this, but it seems like the songs are sort of woven into the movie. So it, it seems like it's probably going to be like spontaneous dance numbers. Oh, I can't. And shit. No, I cannot do that. I can't do I can't it, man. Be, no, I couldn't be like. I couldn't sit here and watch him be like, "Hey, uh, Elton, you don't look so good." He's like, yeah, you know, I'm getting over the freaking <laughs> withdrawals, but I'm still still be like, gee, <laughs> I knew that's if you, <laughs> what's wrong, man? I, I mean, what's it, what's it like to be sick like this? Or you can never know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it seems like you're really excited. How do you get the kids involved? Hey, kids, shake them. Like, okay, we're off. We're, we're, here's my thing. I don't, that's not, that's a musical. That's a musical. Maybe they should do that on stage then. Now you're talking. That's what I'm thinking. It seems like a Broadway play that they're putting into a film form. Bingo. They should do a play, do the, do the musical. But if you're going to do, I, you know what would have been interesting? If they did a biopic and they didn't really focus, because I think Elton John has a big enough story that you could almost not focus on the music. His story is insane. I think you could have, I mean, he fell in love with the person that was writing his songs. Like, that's a beautiful story. Yeah, there's a lot to tell. And I really think that if they would have done it more so like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. I would rather yes. see something like that. Now, here's the weird part is that I actually love musicals. Like, going to see a Broadway musical is awesome. Yes, to me. Totally. I love it. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. so much on film. I don't really... I'm trying to think if there's any like musicals that I like that are on film. Mary Poppins. Grease is one of them that I do like a lot. Um, you like Mary Poppins? Yeah, I do. 
But the I grew original? up with Grease. Like I just I remember that my my uncles took me to the drive-in to see that shit. Yeah. It was always playing in the house. So it's I love it. I mean, I'm not a Grease freak or anything like that, but I do appreciate I, that one. I like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Wizard of Oz. Wiz, I like the Wiz. That's my jam. Willy Wonka. Um, yes. I was actively not watching Moving Out. That was like the I wasn't going to go one? see that Broadway. Yeah, I wasn't going to see that Broadway play. Well, you weren't going to go to New York to see it. Yeah, I don't like how they weave, like how they weave songs into, like a story. Sometimes I think it's kind of corny. Like I, I just would rather watch a biopic on it. I don't like to be like, let's make this guy's discography into a play. I don't like that. I'm like, why, 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 why are we doing this? I saw um, beautiful. In San Francisco, was, which is the story beautiful. of uh, Carol King. That was amazing. Book of Mormon is another musical that's fucking hilarious. And the songs are of course. the songs are fantastic, though. That's the thing. Like they, it's not I just wish I um, seen it. Oh, it's coming through again. We'll have to go. I've seen it a couple of times. I'll definitely check it out again. And I really so want to um, see Hamilton too. Hamilton, yeah. I heard it. the problem is like a lot of people, like my son especially, they're like, if Lynn Manuel Miranda's not in it, they don't want to see it. And I'm like, well, he wasn't gonna be in it forever. Right. Yeah. It's coming to Fresno in gonna... 2020, I think, or 2021. I'm, I bet you they might have to do the lottery. Nah. By then, like, I thought the same thing when Book of Mormon came through. But by then, it's our, that's why it's in Fresno now. You know what I mean? It'll I sell mean, out. Don't get me deal. wrong. It's going to yeah. sell out. But I don't think they're going to have to do a lottery for it. And I do want to see, I do want to see Book of Mormon. I do. I just, I don't think if someone, like a musician's biopic, they shouldn't just be like, okay, let's, or not even a biopic, a musician's like, theatrical run like moving out and that crap they shouldn't just try to build a story around a person's music i don't like that just can i ask a question yeah like i'm not being a smart ass when i say this because i don't know if this is just a tomato tomato situation or if i'm saying it wrong or you're saying it wrong is it biopic or is it biopic i've seen i've heard it both ways okay all right yeah what do you say i say biopic so do i i say biopic you just said biopic biopic? you say biopic really Mm -hmm. yeah that's why biopic I sounds oh yeah, biopic sounds better, but it would be <laughs> biopic because it's biographical picture. Yeah, I mean, I think we're okay either way. I was just asking. I didn't know if I was saying it wrong, you were saying it wrong, or if it's tomato or tomato. And I don't. And the thing is, I think this is a year of those. I do believe that, and I just, I think we're going to see more, and it's just going to keep getting worse. Oh, for sure. And and the thing is, I think how well Rocket Man does depends on what it goes up against. Ooh, what's it going up against this weekend, right? Oh, it it's weekend? going up against Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> oh, it's over, dude. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and maybe, you know what? Maybe Booksmart kicks its butt a little bit too, maybe. I hope so. I'm going to talk about that one today. Did you watch it? Oh, I can't wait. Um, No. We all in love and stuff, so you're just busy. You're just oh, lost in love and you don't know what. Me. You're thinking about it and it <laughs> fell out of touch. You know what I mean? But you're back on your feet. <laughs> And you're eager to be what you want. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You feel me, dog? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dad, did you drink today? I feel like There's it. There's something wrong. Yeah, I think, I think you did. When, think you, you did. when you wake up in the morning, it's like, don't say the morning's come. Don't say the morning's come so soon. Air supply singing, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know any. Gail's probably I in the other wait. room going like, what the fuck is this guy on right now? I can't wait to do Air Supply versus Journey again for on you. Air Supply versus actually, Journey? Yes, I'm gonna see if you could tell them apart. That, oh, come on, dude. Stop it. Just I don't can't. even don't even waste your time. I don't know, Dad. Please. I don't know. You're insulting me right now. 
How are you going to do it? Yeah. What, do you, what did you have in I, mind? Like, should we just do this do like, right now? Should we get it out of the way? No, no, no. I'm going to get songs that you don't really know. Like lyrics? And songs that sound like songs that you don't know from each group uh-huh. that sound really similar and be like, can you tell which one's which? I can totally do that. We sh- and I, You're going to get one wrong, Dan. Maybe. I assure you. That's, that's possible. I assure you. Which is fun because I like to hear this like enthusiasm where it's just like, oh, no, I'm going to be able to do it and then stump you. And you're like, oh. I'm just, I, I would like to uh, go back a few episodes and just bring up the whole Master of Puppets quiz. I'm telling you now what's going to happen. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Okay. We'll see. But see, but you're, again, you're, you're going with a band that I'm super familiar with. If you throw Journey in and try and like confuse me, it's not going to happen. We shall see. We shall see, won't we? All right, folks. Remember this. Put this in the books where you said Y'all you are time going to because that works. Do it. Say it. I, I, time stamp. There it is. All right. It's time stamp. I cannot wait. I cannot wait because, and you know what? I have been sleeping on the quizzes. I didn't want to say anything. But we don't have, a lot of times we're like, we're, we're, well, I could get up earlier. But you won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings us to our contact info, bro. Yes. I know we got to go. We got a lot of shit to talk about. I mean, how are we doing on time? We okay? You got an hour? Yeah, I got till two. We got an hour. Ooh, we better. Okay. We better get cracking then. All right. So, no, okay. Good. Well, here's the deal. Then we have several emails and stuff. Do we skip it this week? Look at Dan. No, we, we could do it. Look at Dan. What? Dan is pulling people in from his little guest appearances. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Freaking Dan. The freaking star. I have no idea what you're talking about. But you know what I do want to talk about, Steven? I think I'm going to go old school on this one. What do you think? Listen to this. Uh-oh. Remember this, Steve? Oh, sniff. Episode 70, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan Ramirez. Welcome to the show. Let's talk. Hey, you want to get a hold of the show? This for you, Steve. Hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. That's heroesofnoisepodcast, ladies and gentlemen, at gmail.com. I'm not playing with you. Why would I lie? I want you to talk to me. Hit us up on Twitter, at heroesofnoise. You can hit me up, Dan, at DanQPublic, and my man, Steve the Loverboy, at S-E underscore Hudson Music. Hit us up on Facebook. We're everywhere, man. Just go to www.heroesofnoise.com and you're going to find everything you desire. The world will open to you and you will, you will, you will live life to the fullest if you go to this website. I, I shit you not. This is the truth. While you're there, leave us a voicemail. Subscribe to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, what have you. That's where we are. And of course, go down and visit our friends at Pods of Justice. All of them are there. Matter of fact, I have to add a few more to it now. So stick around. It's going to be a hoot. Like it's going to get real fucking exciting down there. So go and check it out. With that said, again, I like to say my name, so I'm going to say it. My name is Dan Ramirez. For Steve Hudson, this is the Heroes of Noise. Let's begin the rest of the show. That felt good, dude. That, that felt kind of good, though. It, didn't it feel good to do, the, do the, uh, the old school thing with your little pause? I missed it. I did that just for you. You know that, right? No, you're, you're killing it, though. You're, you're, you're killing it. So we got, you got fan mail, Dan. There's no fan mail. We, just got, we got an iTunes review, first of all. Let's do it. But check it out. See, like you say, I got it. But read into this. It's very short. You got it. Okay, first of all, we, we don't get a lot of iTunes reviews, everybody. Hint, hint. You know what I'm saying? But we got one this week, and I'm very, very thankful. This one comes from Big Vikes Fan 80. It says, heard about this show from PCL and Dan's recent appearance. I'm loving this show and looking forward to more. Come on. That's not Dan. That's us, dude. That is wonderful, dude. Yeah. So, it is Dan's PCL, though. It's Dan's I was PCL on the show, show, but they stuck around. It's not, they're not sticking around for me. because they love your voice so much. No, no, no. This is going to be proved. Like, you're fantastic. And I just want to say right now, sir, that if you were to turn around, like I was, I was only half kidding about this. Is this going to affect the podcast thing? Because if you're out, Heroes of Noise ceases to exist. I will never, oh, no, ever never. replace you. 
uh, I will just quit the show. We just shut that fucker down right there. Never. We're going to do we're we're going to do a show 3000. Hopefully by show 3000, we're actually doing the live shows at local uh Heroes. You know, you talking about that last week, dude, has really got me thinking about that. Like starting really small because, you know, people know us from the show, of course, but they don't like the local locals don't really know who we are. Right. That's exactly. isn't that weird. Like we, we have more fan, uh, listeners on the East Coast and the Midwest and whatnot, some in California, but like locally, not that many. We have a few, but I think it would be kind of cool to go to some place and just start yapping and watch the crowds come. You know, or not come for that matter. Because they'll be like, what's going on? They'll be like, what are they doing over there? Yeah. And they could just come. We could do it from behind the desk. We won't be. uh, Now, here's the only thing. I'm so loud. And that place is so quiet. (laughs) And I cuss a lot. But the thing is, I think that they would actually enjoy. Be like, oh, what's happening over there? And maybe have like four chairs. If you want to see the live show and chill out, you can just sit down and chill. And who knows, dude? Maybe they'll be like, oh, we need to actually do more chairs and more chairs and more chairs. Here we go. We hit up the local breweries. Oh, come on. And we just do shows from the local breweries, dude. There there are people doing that right now. There's one, only one. I saw a live cue, a live like talk that turned like that's a podcast at a local bar. But they're not in our arena. But do they have like, like a big crowd about. of people when they do it? They have like, I mean, they, I think like from Facebook, it probably at least 10 to 15. But they do it every week. I could put it out on my personal Facebook if we did that. And I know people would show up just to watch me fail. <laughs> you, know you But we, we would kill. And then the thing is, we could have Q&A. Yeah. Like, w- once people start asking, ran- I'm like, ask any question, random question, relationship question, uh, 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 you know, pop culture question that will be f- especially if we uh, because I would just buy the lights that look legit so that we have like good lighting. I'm gonna go one further now. This is something that I've always Dan <laughs> <laughs> went like quiet for three seconds. It's <laughs> like I'm gonna go a bit further. No, 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 because you know how like you've been wanting me to do video and I've always been yes. against it. I'm starting yes. to have a change of heart, man. And that's because of oh, you, really? Nana. Like, oh yeah, they look great. Yeah. They look great. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I would, I would put Big T in there too, but here's the thing. He's behind the, he's behind the camera. Like, I've seen them do videos before. So I'm taking direct inspiration from the blurs. Like, blurs are us, man. They're 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 doing it right. And I think that we're missing out on something here. I think that we need to get our our punums on video. Too bad we don't have a director that wants to direct stuff. Hmm, who could that be? Huh. I just wish whoever it is, their name rhymes with Peffrey. Yeah. Or Schmeffrey. Schmeffrey. Cleffrey. Something like yeah. that. I just like the way it sounds. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, too bad you we know don't. what, though? It's a fucking pipe dream, Steve. Yeah, whatever. Eh, and and the thing it. is, if we if we could do a bure- if a brewer would say, hey, look. By the way, that's a freaking hard word to say. A brewer? But if a brewer... A brewery. Oh, says, I thought you meant the actual brewer. He's no, just, a brewery, he takes off his apron. What do you need, boys? Sure, you can have my brewery. <laughs> no, uh, if they said, "Hey, yeah, you can have this night," uh, we'd have to pick the right one. We'd have to pick the right brewery, though, Jay. I already have it in mind. We'll talk about the logistics of things off mic, but I'm serious about that. Like I've been giving it some thought over the last couple of weeks, and I'm willing Let's to look into this. So Let's do it. I mean, you know, a lot of our listeners are not in California, but if you're ever in California, particularly Fresno, California, you might need to come see Heroes of Noise live. 
But also, we'd be able to record it. Like, if we did it twice a month, we that, that would be the podcast. And you'd be able to hear audience involvement. Oh, so now we're going bi-weekly. So see, it is happening. The relationship is already affecting the show. We're going from month, like weekly to bi-weekly. No, no, we go. I'm just kidding with you. He, yeah, we go Heroes of Noise every week. But the live version of Heroes of Noise is twice a, twice a month. But we, uh, the other weeks, we do a normal show. I, I think we could almost, well, at least, well, once a month, we would probably do a live show. And then the other three are just talking about, you know, doing our normal show. Fair enough. Even if it's every, nope, I'm not going to start. Once a month. Every, once a month. Yeah, once a month is perfect. That's perfect. perfect. I'm not going to be like once every other month because then it just starts getting further. And further. Oh, we're already. <laughs> I'll just say Dude, we're already month. in so deep. I just realized that uh, Preacher starts like a week after the boy starts. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my God, what are we going to do? Do Wait, do they drop? Do they drop? All of them are dropping at once on the boys, but okay, I'm perfect. still trying That's to figure perfect. that part out. But as far as, I mean, we, we, we're good with Preacher. Like, it's not a, like the word's going to be fantastic for our last season, but I don't know what the hell we're going to be doing with this boys podcast, but it's happening. I'm going to fucking, if I, I have to kill myself, this is happening. I imagine we would have to just knock out two. Maybe Heroes goes bi-weekly for a short period. Yes, I don't know. Because we'd probably do we'd probably do back to back boys, and then drop them as like maybe a weekly thing where like you know when people listen to the watch an episode and listen to what we thought about the episode, then watch another episode, or we drop two a week or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, yeah. So um, we got a lot. (laughs) We have a lot to do. Let's do the emails. Um, You know what? I'm actually going to skip some of them for now, just because we do have a lot to talk about. But we did get a voicemail from the lovely Favon. We haven't heard from her for a while, Steve. Maybe you have because, you know, family, but not us. And I'm talking about Gail and I because we love her and we want to meet her. And we know it's not going to happen when she comes into town because you're Steve Hudson. It but... w- no, it will, G. It will. Okay. You heard it, Favon. Make it so. So check this out. She's got it. We got a voicemail. Hi, guys. It's Favon. First of all, please excuse me. I'm losing my voice. Oh, snap. It was a rough day and it's late. So, um, sorry about that. You probably won't believe this, but I've stopped and started a voicemail probably six different times tonight because <laughs> there's just so much that I want to tell you guys. But bottom line is I love the podcast. I love Heroes of Noise. You guys make me laugh. You guys talk about things that I want to talk about. And um, I just really... It's a very enjoyable show. Um, uh, you guys really cheered. I had a rough day, and you guys really cheered me up tonight. And I just wanted to say thank you. You're and welcome. I do have a little bit of a confession to make. Spill it. Normally, my Thursday morning is slotted for Heroes of Noise. That's mm-hmm. what I listen to mm-hmm. on Thursday mornings. But the past, I think. Two Thursday mornings, I've... Okay, I'm pausing it. What do you think she's going to say? <sighs> to pass two Thursday mornings... She said, normally she reserves her Thursday mornings for us. Now, to be fair, we've had different schedules, so we've put them out a couple weeks. Like, I think we, they've been on Fridays the last couple of It weeks. better not be another show. Uh, do you think that's what she's going to say? I'm, I'm very... If, if, if it's another show... Yeah. I'm going to say... Egads. Okay. What show? Oh man, there's there's no way this is the show. So I wouldn't even say, say it. Say it. Pop culture leftovers? You think? I mean that's the only thing, because that's the only one that would transfer from here right, to there. Yeah, there's a bridge. Yo, Brian. 
fuck's wrong with you, man? You taking Favon from us now? I don't think she's going to say that, though. Okay, here we go. Oh, my Are God. You ready? She says that. All right, here we go. Yes. I've listened to pop culture. Oh, rock. my God. Um, and, Dan, you were great on the one. <laughs> Thank you. I think it was last week. Anyway. Are you um, me right now? No, Brian. But, um, let me let you guys know that I never even listened to a podcast on a regular basis until you guys came along. And now I listen to a couple of other ones because of you guys as well. So I just want to say thank you for doing what you do. I love you guys. Um, One of the things that I really admire about you guys is your work ethic. Okay. I, I, I understand that you're giving compliments now, Favon, but let, let's just, let's just backtrack for just let's a quick, back up real quick second. Hold I on, hold think on, hold what's on, hold going on. on here. This is what I think. First of all, listen to pop culture leftovers, Favon, because it's a fantastic show. We both know this, but I think what you should have said is because of our tardiness, you have chosen to listen to this show in the interim while waiting for us to put out the other show. I, I think, think that's, that's what, what she means, but no, 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 no. I don't know now. I'm kind of thinking maybe, you know, because Brian knows his shit. Brian's been around. Uh, Brian and Jake have been around for six years now. Brian, they're coming up on their it. 300th show, Steve. So we have to give credit where credit's due. But does that mean that she is now switched from heroes and she's going to PCL? Like, are we going to hear fucking fave on? Sorry, fave on. I didn't mean fucking, but I'm saying, are we going to hear fave on on PCL? Here's my thing. She didn't just say PCL. She said and other ones did she i missed that i was still like in, she sure I, was, she's uh, like, I was in shock she's like she said i listened to popcorn the leftovers and other ones because of you i'm like oh no good it's on you your brian fault, you, you, it's your fault you've been whoring yourself out to these podcasts <laughs> and now she's listening to wherever you go and she's hearing great hey, podcasts. i think it's only fair man if we're listening if their listeners are coming over here then our listeners should go over there right it's only fair Brian, how dare you? <laughs> Love like, you, man. how I'm just, dare I'm you? just fucking with you, Brian. But uh, hey, you got a new listener. You're welcome. Hey, Brian, what is... I now I got Faison listening to my show. show. <laughs> Every week, you guys record, you guys edit, you guys post. Stop, Faison. I'm trying to... <laughs> Did you just do a Brian impersonation? You like, you like it? Do it one more time, please. Hey, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> We want to introduce our new listener, people. <laughs> you listen to the heroes of noise. We got Faith on, people. <laughs> Gee, you, dude, has he heard your impersonation? I don't think so. He's that's probably not exactly going to be my friend anymore after that. Like, fuck people, you, I don't talk that, that way. That people is exactly how he talks. Actually, I, uh, he did hear my impersonation because uh, when I was on, in, on the break, or no, it was after we recorded. I don't think I've ever told you this before. Fuck it, I'll tell you. Why not? Who cares? So this sounds really weird anytime someone tells you this. So I can imagine what he thought when I first told him this. But this has now happened to me three separate times. Have you ever had a dream that is the same exact dream multiple times? Yes, I have. Okay. So that's a weird when you tell someone that, right? Like, hey, dude, I dreamt about yeah. you. And I told him that too. Yes. I said, listen, man, don't fucking judge me. <laughs> I said, but I'm, and this is on Twitter. I said, um, but I, you were in my fucking dream. And it's so fucking weird that I feel like I have to tell you. He's like, okay. And so I, I, this is what I told him. And it's pretty much exactly like this. And like I said, I've ha- it's happened three times, okay? And then we got to get to what we're talking about here. I don't know. I think we're going to have to cut some shit out, but I'm having a blast. So I'm going to go ahead and tell this story. So last, do you want to hear it first of all, or should we just skip it? Oh yeah, let's keep on going. 
All right. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's finish that fave on real quick. Okay. You guys are on Twitter and Facebook and on your website. And I just really admire that because I know that's not an easy thing to do. Um, I missed that. Did you know what she's talking about? I have so much more to yeah, say, but work, I think. I'm tired. I love you guys. Keep doing what love you're you. doing. And um, I wish you guys the best in every area of your lives. Take care. Talk to you soon. I'll see you guys next week. Um, bye. Bye. She's she's coming on sun um Sunday night. Sunday night next Sunday. This Sunday coming up. This coming Sunday, yes. And then okay, all right. So we got to work this out. Yes, Vayvon, we're gonna make this happen. She wants drinks with you know we should do and Gail especially. She's like I want to chill with you. Are you working all next week? Yes. Can you get a day off? Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm not working all next week. I'm working uh, next week until uh, I have one day off, and that's Maja's graduation. Oh, God, that's coming up. Okay, well, you should get sick, and then what we'll do is we'll go to the movies, and then we go to a bar. I bring my recorder, my Zoom, and we do a mini pod. She gets to be on the show. That's actually a great idea. How you like them apples, Favon? You like apples? I got her number. How you like them apples? Wow, I'm shocked that you actually knew that quote. Of course I do. Come on, man. You but don't listen, even like Goodwill hunting. I do, too. But let me tell you the story, because this is yes. fucking weird. So you dream, you're dreaming about Brian. Go yeah. On. So I was. So the other day I was dreaming about Brian from Bob Gilster leftovers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. I could only imagine what he was fucking thinking when those words came up on Twitter. But here's this is what happened. So I'm having this dream. Uh, first of all, it happened last. Uh, I don't know, Novemberish, something like that. And I had gone off a certain medication. Okay, and I started dreaming a lot. <laughs> so and they, they were the weirdest fucking dreams ever, but this is the one that stuck for some reason. And I think it might have to do with the fact that it usually pops up when I'm going to go on to the show. So maybe it's this weird form of anxiety or something like that, because according to Brian, myself and Michael Winkler are the two ner- most nervous motherfuckers that go on to that show, period. That's yes. what he told me. Yes. So no offense, Michael, but that, I mean, he, he means it complimentary, of course, but he's like, why, why are you going to, why are you going to be that way? It's me. That's, that's what he mean. So this is what happened. So in my dream, uh, I am going to see 2E2. I have plans. I have reservations at the hotel and whatnot. Fly out to Chicago. Get to the hotel, and there is no reservation for me. Like, there's nothing. Because C2E2's in town, everything is taken, and I'm, like, screwed in the middle of Chicago with no place to stay. Now, Brian does not live in Chicago, but for the purposes of the dream, he does. Give him a call. I'm like, dude, I, I'm here, and I don't even know what the fuck to do. Can you recommend a place to go? Because, like, I don't, I don't have a place to stay. Like, I don't know, you know, any places in town, B&B, whatever, or Airbnb. And he's like, no, you know what? Just, just come on over, man. You can, you can crash my place. I'm like, all right, cool. So I head over there. Everything's going fine. Walk into Brian's house and it's like just full of fucking DVDs and video games and shit like that. Just, I'm just painting a picture, right? Um, for some reason, it's a darker home. I don't know why. Like there's not a lot of natural light in there and everything. So I, I go in and he's like, yeah, man, welcome to fucking Chicago. He's like, um, it's gonna, you want a drink or something? I'm like, sure. So I sit down in his living room, Brian goes into the kitchen and, you know, and you're hearing like clink, clink, clink. And he's like talking to me and whatnot. And he's, you know, we're just having a conversation. He walks back into the room, hands me my drink. He's like, there you go, man. So what were you saying? And I'm like, yeah. So, and I look up and Brian is dressed like a fireman, like a full on fireman Gee, outfit. And I'm like, in the world? it gets worse. It gets crazier. So I go, uh, uh, I didn't say anything. Cause Brian's looking at me like you were saying like, there is no. Like, uh, look at me, I'm a fireman. And he's, he's just like, yeah, go on. You were saying, I'm like, uh, 
yeah. So, and I just, you know, finished talking and everything and the phone rings, Brian gets up and, uh, because there's people coming over and, and, uh, you know, I hear him talking on the phone and everything. And I'm just like sitting there like, that was kind of fucking weird. So he's like, all right, dude, later. And he hangs up the phone. He comes back and he's like, go on, man. You were saying this time he's dressed like Freddie Mercury. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? And he's not like letting on that he's doing something weird. He's just like, you were saying, go on. I'm like, okay. So I'm just sort of letting this like play out. Suddenly people start coming over and it's all people from the leftover army, which weird is it's all a bunch of people that I don't know. Like I hear people on the show. I see people on the page, but I don't know these people. Right. So I know that Rebecca's there. I know there is this chick named June Choi that's there. Um, Joe Starks. There just all these people are there and they're, we're having like a little kitchen party kind of thing. We're all sitting around talking uh, in the dream. I smoke, by the way, which I don't smoke. But um, so everyone's having fun. Beers are clanking and we're all having a good time. Conversations flowing. Brian says, hey, I'm going to step out onto the part onto the patio and have a cigarette. So everyone's like, OK, cool. He steps out onto the patio. And then like so we're talking and then like this June, this uh, she doesn't even know who I am, I don't think, which is really funny. But she like leans in and she's like, so did uh, did Brian do that weird costume thing to you? And I'm like, oh, that's a that's like a thing. All right. I get it. OK, uh, that makes a lot more sense. I'm like, right, right. Dude, this is so detailed. It's crazy. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's the thing. Whatever. That's cool. So we keep going on. And uh, like I said, in the dream, I smoke. So I go, you know what? I'm going to go out and have a cigarette too. So I step out onto the patio, right? By myself, power one down. I walk back in. Everyone's gone. And I'm like, the fuck? So I'm like walking around, you know, yo, anyone? Nothing. I walk through the... um, this long hallway. Now I'm going to ask you to go back to your childhood for a second. I open up this one door, Steve. Do you remember when you were in junior high or maybe even in elementary school when cafeterias had a stage? It was like a multi-purpose room. Oh, for sure. Okay. So I open up this door and, um, it's just this dark room. I click on the light and it's just this fucking auditorium kind of thing. It was this ca- like a cafeteria auditorium is the best way I can put it. Right. And, um, and I look over on the wall and there's all, so I see the fireman costume. I see the Freddie Mercury costume. I see all kinds of fucking costumes, props, fucking balls, uh, whistles, bells, all kinds of shit are just in there. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. And then the lights go out. I'm like, hello. (laughs) Hello. And then I just hear from the back, the the curtains are closed. Right. And I just hear from behind the, (laughs) from behind the curtain. I hear, okay, people, let's give them a show. Oh my god. And they're like they fucking come out, the curtains open up, fucking people are like dancing and shit and I, I, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I should have fucking told this story, but it is the weirdest fucking thing ever. They they go the, on. What? No, but check it out. So like they have a full on um improv act. They have like juggling. What? They have fucking musicals. There's this whole thing I'm watching. In my like in my dream, it's like is 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 like me talking to you right now. It's so crazy. And then I just wake up. Is that fucking weird? That is very weird. What did Brian say? He, I mean, I don't know what he said when I wasn't around. <laughs> he he laughed about it, but it's just, just the weirdest. You told thing him ever. that story. I did. Yeah. That yeah. is funny. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> I just like it, though, that in my dream, he rallied up the whole leftover army to come out there and just perform a show for me. <laughs> I don't know if it's for me or if that's just what they do. You know what I mean? That I was is just, amazing. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I 
And there you have five minutes of wasted time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I got problems, Steve. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that is funny. I'm a fucking weirdo. I, I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, that's enough of it. Right. I'm babbling a lot. So, uh, Favon, yeah, getting back to that, uh, I believe we have some free time next week, so we should get together and do something for sure. Definitely. Okay. Steve, are we ready to talk about what we've been watching? Let's do this. Thing. Let's do this, man. So um, did you finish the one that we were talking about? I did. You did. All right. So let's talk yeah. about that first. I'm going to turn it over to you because I think I have a few more things to talk about. All right, so I watched a Netflix original movie called Perfection. As did I. The Perfection. Uh, Dan recommended this movie to me. Um, and I, the good thing is I didn't look and see what it was about. I just started the movie. Which is the way you need to do this, by the way. Yes. If I can and give you any recommendations, later, Steve, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say, if I can no, give no, anyone no. a recommendation... Go into this movie completely cold. Know as little about it as possible. That way you have zero expectations. And I guarantee that whatever the fuck you think you're, is happening isn't the case. Please proceed, Steve. Oh, for sure it's not the case. Um, so it's it's a Netflix original star on Allison Williams and Logan Browning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So I go into this movie and I'm like, it starts the normal, oh, these are two, these are musicians that are amazing at what they do and it goes into whatever it goes into. I'm not going to ruin it for everybody. And then it takes a turn and then you're like, oh, maybe this is going into Steve territory. Meaning? Which it didn't. Zombie. That's what I was looking for. I said, oh, if it does this. I didn't get that right away when you told me and then it made sense afterwards. Oh, Dude. I was like, oh, and I think it would have been better had they done that. Because people were like, what am I watching? But um, at the end, okay, so the movie happens, things go down, and at the end of the movie, uh, I had, unfortunately, I just didn't like it. Really? Did not like this movie. Interesting. I'm actually very surprised, Steve. Yeah, I did not like this movie. I mean, I probably actively didn't like it. Wow. Okay, yeah. that that actually really very much surprises me. Yes, but what did you think? Well, uh, not what you did, actually, man. I thought it was a super trippy movie. I loved uh-huh. the fact that there was a surprise, like around every corner. Like I, as soon as I think I got a lock on this movie, it just flips a different direction. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think the acting was fantastic in this movie. Like it stars a. Let me, let me give you a breakdown. It says, The Perfection yeah. is a 2018 American horror thriller film directed by Richard Shepard from a screenplay by Shepard, Nicole Snyder, and Eric C. Charmello. It stars Allison Williams, Logan Browning, and Steven Weber. We mentioned that. Steven Weber being from Wings, if you remember. Uh, I love mm-hmm. Wings. Fantastic. So when they go into it, the way that it sets up at first, like there's this uh, very, I don't know about you. Did you find this, the, the, the chemistry between them like very sexy? Yes, from Jump. I like, was like, oh, I thought, they're into each other. Yeah, and but they did it very well. Like I was like, oh, damn, this is kind of a sexy movie right here. It's, it's actually kind of hot. And uh, so I, it's not like like on perv level, but I'm like, okay, I'm I'm into this. Like I I like what they're doing, and I like the way that it, like they're pulling off very realistically to me. Yes. And then this movie takes this weird turn. They go to another location. Uh, I don't really want to say anything about this movie to you guys for for the. Per- I mean, if you didn't like the movie, Steve, at least you should probably agree with me, right? That they should know as little as possible. You should know as little now, but I do want to put a thing out. Yes. 
uh, for anyone that is triggered by, uh, cause they didn't. And I think the way they used it is kind of crass. Uh, the whole rape thing. They just used it as a story plot point. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah. Like, so I would say if you're tricked, cause they don't really fair, give fair. you a, yeah. I was like, so if you're triggered by that thing, be careful about this movie. Cause they don't really give it the gravity that it deserves. It's just kind of a throwaway being like, Oh, you did this to do that thing to make this movie keep rolling forward. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I think the way that they handled it, it could have been a lot more crash, but I do see your point. Yeah. It was, it was just a story mechanism because yeah. And I was like, uh, I feel you. uh, Yeah. That's the only, yeah. And, and, and it's not that I didn't think about that, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want, you, if you have a trigger issue, if you're triggered by those kind of things, then yes. yes, maybe consider not watching this or at least preparing yourself for it. But this movie is not based, well, is it? <laughs> it really is. Like they, is, they put it all the way around. And I was like, is the thing though, bro. That's the thing. Like if we say yeah, more my, than that. It, it's, it's the only way that they make this movie work is by like, but look at this thing. That's why they're so, I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Okay, that's you fair. could have done something else to, for that. That was the only. It was just a plot mechanism, and I just don't think rape should be used as a plot mechanism. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's and that was a big one where I was like, "Oh, that's what they're what?" I thought they were going a different direction. I was like, "Oh, it could have been so smart. It could have been so smart, dude." Oh, well. Okay, here's the situation, and I think that's yeah. very courteous of you to bring that up. Yeah. But again, I don't want to say too much more. I will tell no, you this, not it's anymore. not as graphic as I've seen in some other movies. Oh, no, 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 no. But, no. you know, the concept of it is there, okay? It's it's sort of looming in the background the entire time. Um, but that said, I just thought that this movie was fucking bonkers. The way that it just kept going yes. back and forth. I never knew what to expect. Is it, yes. a, is it a revenge movie? Is it a, like you said, is it going to be a fucking like outbreak movie? Uh, what the hell's going on with this? So... Like I said, I think the acting was really well done. I think that Steven Weber is creepy as fuck in this movie. And yes. um, and it just keeps getting crazier from there. I, I, again, I'm not going to say too much about this one. I think we're going to have very different ratings on this one here. So, Steve, go ahead and give yes. your rating. Go ahead. I would give it a, um, a one and a half. Really? That bad, huh? Yeah, and that's yeah. not I like mean, you to say those kind of things. No, not. A, it was just. Um, was it that? Was it the concept of rape? that? Not just you? that. It was they tried to do the M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan thing. I was Fair like, enough. he's really messed up the movie. <laughs> he's really, he really did a number <laughs> okay. on the movie business. Well, wow, I'm, I'm like, really surprised oh. that you feel that way, but that's that's yeah. cool. I respect it. But the thing is, the sad part is, mm-hmm. I think the most disappointing thing is how in I was. That's the disappointing. Thing. So then you liked it up till the end, is what you're saying? No, no, not till the end. I liked it up until oh, until you realized it wasn't what you thought it was going to yes, be. Yes, up until I realized that, like, I didn't want it to be. After it wasn't a zombie thing, not a big deal. Yeah. But once they started being like, "Oh, this is the thing," when they were kids, dude, I'm like, "This is what we're doing." Yeah, let's not. I mean, but let's not say anymore because I mean, no, I, I know won't. for a fact that not everyone feels this way just because of some of the conversations no. I've had. But I don't yes. want to. I don't want to spill the beans anymore about this movie. No, because if you do end Watch up liking it. it, you're gonna understand why I don't want you to know anything about it. Yes, I give it a one point five. Okay. What do you give it? One point five out of what, sir? Five. No, no, no. Come on. How long have you been doing this show? Oh, I'm sorry. I put. You said out of what? I'm sorry. Or let's use our rating system. One point four of what? Okay. Um, I would say one. Point five 
stitched lips. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go the That's opposite vague direction. As a mug. I actually. <laughs> <laughs> that is vague. They're like, what? I actually really liked this movie. Um, and I and I liked it because, and I get what you're saying, Steve, but I, I just, I liked it because it kept me on my toes the entire time. Like I just okay. did not know where, what was going to happen. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of five. Am I going to give it a four? No, 3.5 out of five stumps. That's what I'm giving it. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, so I recommend that you check it out. Steve, not so much, but um, like I said, maybe it's a hit or miss thing. Let us know what you think about this movie. I Like I said, I've talked to a few people that were like, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't know anything about this movie. It's fucking crazy. And, uh, but anyway, I, I highly recommend watching this. Okay? Let's go. All right. Maybe I'm just a horrible person, Steve. I don't know. No, but... I just think, I just think it's, it's different strokes is all. Yeah, that's true. That's, all. that's a great yeah. series too. Different and never, don't get me started. <laughs> You know the first line of that of the uh, of the. Well, song. the world don't move to, to the, the beat of just one drum. Well, might be well, right might for you. Be out for you may, may not, not be right yeah, for some. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a jam. Like now that. I don't know that, that, that next first duet? part. I don't know that next part though. A man is born. He's a. That's man not a man of. Mean. Is it a man is born? Something like that. He's a man of means. Then well, along come two. They, they got, got nothing, nothing but the jeans. But you know what they got, Steve? Different strokes to say. Different strokes, you see. Different strokes brew the world. Yes, it does. Different strokes brew the world. Bon, but they don't bon. Gee, that was the show. It really was good, man. But I never knew what Willis was talking about. Is that weird? I mean, I neither did I. It's so weird. I don't know. Anyway, let's move along. Um, so now out of what we this have. This one I'm looking forward to. This next one, I want to. I can't wait for you to talk. We going in order? Yes, because I haven't seen any of the other things you've seen. All right, Steve. I'm glad you asked what I watched this week because this is the shit. Um, very excited about this, man. Um, I'm a big fan of the Wu Tang Clan, as you know, and uh, I got to watch something called Wu Tang Clan of Mikes and Men on Showtime. Can I tell you a little something about it, Steve? Please. Okay. Well, let me do that. But first, let me do this. I bomb atomically. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses Can't define how I be dropping these Mockeries, lyrically performed armed robbery Flee with the lottery, possibly they spotted me Battle scarred shogun, explosion when my pen hits Tremendous, ultra-violent shine, blind forensics I inspect few through the future, see millennium Killer beast sold, 50 gold, 60 platinum Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics Graphics displays melt the steel like blacksmith Black woo jackets, queen bees, ease the guns in Rumble and patrolmen to gas, lace the phone Function. Heads by the score, take flight inside a war. Chicks hit the floor, die hard fans demand more. Behold the bold soldier, control the globe slowly. Proceeds to blow, swinging swords like shinobi. Stomp grounds, I pound footprints in solid rock. Who got it locked? Performing live on your hottest block. All right, I fucked it up a little bit, but here we go. You get the idea. Look at this guy. Look <laughs> at this guy. Look at this guy. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the best uh, fucking intros to a song ever, man. Just and calm uh, down. but that's besides Just the point. calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down, Steve. And I, you know, Dan, what? I'm that stopping. is not one of the. You're out of your freaking mind. But no, go ahead. Anyway, I'm Dan, not. Out of my that mind. is not one of the. Are we? So, oh, you know what? Never mind. Because this you is not a debate, Steve. One. This is my feelings. Okay. I this is not a fucking you, debate. But maybe you're saying top 100. I don't mind that. No, I'm saying what the fuck I want to say, and I love it. There, there's just no. That's there's right. that's totally amazing opening it. lyrics right there, dude. Come on. But you don't like the Wu Tang Clan, so I'm not expecting you to agree with me. Anyway, no, no, no. Let's talk there about are Wu Tang. I think there are Wu Tang intros that are decent, for sure. 
Okay, but that's a, you can't like throw that out there and be like the best rapper of all time in the history of mankind. You know, just like okay, hey, not hey, what hey, I said, know. not what I'm I said. Just saying, but I just did what I just said. I, I feel it. So you're not going to change my mind. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, this Consider. is a Showtime four part docu series uh, starring the RZA, Jizza, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Inspector Deck, You God, Master Killer, fucking Capadonna, and we also see, of course, may he rest in peace. A little bit of ODB. Uh, this movie, or I should say, this series celebrates the 25th anniversary of their first album, which is Enter the Wu Tang, 36 Chambers. It's directed by Sasha, excuse me, Sasha Jenkins, and written by Paul Greenhouse. Uh, it tells a story, basically, man, of just how it's it's really cool, but it's like it's how a bunch of kids from the projects in Staten Island, they rose to flame. I can't even talk right now. They rose to fame <laughs> and they like flipped the whole industry on its ear, man. They did some really unconventional shit with the business, you know, the business side of things. RZA, um, he just had this business model that really kind of threw record companies, you know, I mean, he was the they were able to get the Wu-Tang Clan under their own label and he was able to produce all of the individual albums just through the Wu-Tang label, you know, and it's, it's pretty, it's kind of unheard of these days, but uh, what this series shows, it's like, it shows any, everything from them as kids all the way up to like, you know, the pitfalls of mixing business and family, their rise to fame, how they changed the game in, in the nineties. You know I mean? They, they can't, they brought East coast out a lot in the nineties. And they were, you know, while we were listening to like tribe call quest, which again is by in the East coast, it had a different vibe. Wu-Tang came out and they were doing their own thing. And, you know, it didn't hit everyone right. Obviously, it didn't hit you right, Steve, but I loved them back then. Oh, no. And I, and I didn't. Yeah, they, I did not hate. Like, Wu-Tang was in, even if, here's how big Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang was. If you did not know them, I'm talking about did not listen to them. Yeah. Did not listen to their music. Did not hear a song from them. You could still name the Wu-Tang Clan members. That's how, and this is in the West Coast during Dre, because they admitted Dre and Snoop took over the world. Yes. And you still knew this random group in New York. You could you could just rattle them off. That's how big the Wu-Tang Clan became considering where they started from. It's insane. I'm glad you brought up Dre too, because that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like, you know, I brought up Tribe Called Quest, but I included them even though they were East Coast, I was listening to them all the time along with yes. Dre and Snoop and yeah. all that. So I, they were kind of all sort of together. When Wu yes. came out, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on at first. Like at first I didn't like them. It was just a, it took a, it took some thought. You know what I mean? They provoked a lot of thought in their lyrics and shit. Yes. And, and if you didn't mm-hmm. pay attention to it, it might, it, 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 they had a weird, uh, their flow wasn't always just like with the beat. Like they did some really weird shit lyrically. And, yes. um, and if yes. you, you know, some people got into it, some people didn't, but I mean, it, there's no doubt in my mind that you can at least agree with me that Wu-Tang kind of changed the game and, and just, they brought out this whole new scene. I mean, they were fucking huge, whether you liked them or not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, anyway, so let's get back to it. So, um, what's really cool. I like the way they do this is they have the Wu-Tang clan now sitting in this old theater and they're watching all this footage like we're watching the documentary and they're I'm, I'm led to believe that they're watching some of the, I don't think they're watching the actual documentary, but they're watching footage of themselves. And it's really yes. cool to see them like stop and then like start, you know, like chopping on each other. Like who came up with the Wu Tang symbol? Who, who wrote, who, who came up with the Wu Tang name? You know, um, where did we go? Right. Where did we go wrong? Uh, let's talk about ODB and with respect, you know, that when they, when they talk about ODB and this old dirty bastard, um, 
you know, he had a really crazy time <laughs> when, when he was famous. He was going through all this other shit, too. I mean, he went to jail. Um, he was on a lot of drugs. He had a, a big drug problem. And I really like that they didn't focus on that too much because it's not it, the bigger story was more important. You know what I mean? They do talk about it a little bit, but not to the point where I think it takes away from it. Um, but it touches on some really cool things. And sometimes it gets a little heated in there. Uh, one of those times is let's talk about uh, do you, did you ever hear of silver rings? No. Okay, I hadn't heard of Silver Rings either, but he was associated with RZA. He went out on tour with them. He was a, a you know, he recording artist too. And he kind of had that sound. RZA took him under his wing, much like Dre did Snoop. Silver Rings didn't do what Snoop did, obviously. But what he did do was he came back into the picture a little bit later with RZA. And I sort of took it, um, I, yeah, I sort of took it like RZA did this sort of behind their backs. But what he did was he was... Um, Silver Rings was asking the rest of the Wu-Tang members to like do a few bars for me real quick. And just over the years, they would do this for him, thinking that they're just helping him out. You know, they're not getting paid for it or anything like that. What this ended up turning into, do you have any, you have any idea where I'm going with this? No. It turned into that single copy of Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Oh, the million dollar copy. Yes. The two yes. million dollar copy that was actually... Uh, at the au- it was sent to auction and it was purchased by what's his name the pharma douche guy Martin Scarelli, he's the one that got that, and they were heated like they every one of the Woo members were like you know what like if I and I'm paraphrasing of course but it's like if I'd have known that's what it was I wouldn't even fucking given it to him I didn't get paid for it first of all I don't think it's a Wu Tang album they're very bitter about it you know what I mean so that was a very interesting part because like it's weird because. Like RZA didn't really say shit the entire time. He was just like, yeah, okay. Anyway, let's talk about something else. But it's a really cool part. But I like it because they, they don't really hold back. They don't fight on this, but they don't. They do show some arguments that happen because they had so much footage. And that's what makes this documentary so incredible is that all the footage that they managed to hold on to. And it was like almost like they were saving it up for this. Um, I will tell you right now, I'm going to put this in my top three like rock documentaries, man, music documentaries. I think they fucking knock it out of the park. Whether or not, yeah, whether or not you like Wu-Tang, you gotta watch watch this documentary. Yeah, I'm watching this doc, because I mean, I don't like rock climbing and I watch that free solo. That's true. So it's like, I love seeing someone at the top of their game. I still haven't watched, um, I need to watch this and Defiant Ones. Oh man, you haven't seen a lot of those, huh? Defiant. I, know, I would dude. honestly, I would choose this over Defiant ones. Yes, I know you really? probably appreciate the artists more that are featured in that more. Dude, you got to watch this. I cannot give this documentary enough praise. I mean, it's just from beginning to end. Like I said, these kids that are just spitting rhymes on the on the like the rooftop of some project in Staten Island, you know, going into Brooklyn, and then you know, they also talks about family a lot too because it was I think it was RZA, Jizza, and ODB were cousins. So they tell, you know, they talk about that. They talk about RZA before he was RZA and when they, he was uh, known as Prince Rakim. And he was like, it was like someone was um, guiding his career. So there was this song. It's called Ooh, I Love You, Rakim. Did you ever hear that one back in the day? No. Picture RZA like, yeah, and all the girls are. It was just, it was just so not him. You know what I mean? And then, of course, he did like grave diggers and stuff too. But um, it's just weird to see like their their first start into this and then of course their final form but it takes you all the way through the whole span of their career it takes you you know it takes you when they were really like for instance i just played triumph right now when triumph when uh wu-tang forever came out it was like a resurgence of wu-tang fans and that album was huge and they went on tour with rage against the machine 
and just fucking crushed it. It shows them on Arsenio Hall. Uh, the tour, though, getting back to Rage Against the Machine tour, it shows how they were just just knocking it out of the park, man, for half the tour. And then um, shit went down and they st- they had to go off the tour for a little bit and they were going to come back on it. But then on um, what was it? I'm trying to remember now. I'm sorry. Uh, they were playing a show for Hot 97. They flew back contractually to go do a show for Hot 97 because Hot 97 was like, hey, um, you know, we like you and all, but if you don't come and do this show, you know how like they do those uh, radio companies will do like oh, a, for sure. like an iHeart radio concert, but this was Hot 97. Mm-hmm. And if you don't play well, this. Summer Jam was huge. Yeah. Hot 97 Summer Jam was That's what it was. Thank you. Summer you. Jam. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Those were big. Yeah. But they told them, if you don't play this, we're not playing your music anymore. So they just, they backed them into a corner and they ended up doing it reluctantly. But when they're on stage, I think it was, was it you, God? I think it was you, God. He was like, he just said, hey, I want you guys to say, fuck Hot 97. And he got the whole crowd saying, fuck Hot 97. Well, guess what? Hot 97 didn't play their music again for like, I think it was like 10 years or something like that. Whoa. So now you've just taken a lot of money from the Wu-Tang Clan and they were pretty bitter about that. And that's when the infighting started, you know what I mean? And it's just egos and different ideals of what they, what they want to do with the group and everything. And they, they could not really find a resolution to the point where they said, you know what? Fuck the Rage Against the Machine tour. We're not going to do it anymore. And they actually, they didn't do it. Um, but it's a very interesting part of the documentary, man. And then of course, you know, you get into when they, uh, they kind of start breaking off and, uh, they all want to have RZA release them from their individual contracts through the Wu-Tang and they, so they can go out and do their different things. So that's exactly what he did. He released them all. He always thought it was like, you know what, um, you can go ahead and do your separate thing, but Wu-Tang's mine. And anytime you come back to it, you're welcome, but Wu-Tang's mine. And, uh, but he did that for every single one of them, dude, except for ODB, who happened to be in jail at the time. So when ODB got out, you know, he's kind of paranoid about everything. You know, he gained a lot of weight. He lost a lot of confidence and he wanted to do something with his career, too. But Rizzo wouldn't release him. And they show that whole thing going down conversations um, like it got really ugly for a little bit. And you see that ugly side of this in here. And that's why I appreciate this, because it's not just all about their rise to fame. And here they are now. You see all of the bullshit, all the behind the music stuff. And it is just fucking fantastic. So. I'll tell you right now, I loved the first three episodes the most. Four's good, but it kind of like caps everything up and it just doesn't have as much flow as the other ones do, but it's not to say it's a bad one. Um, I totally recommend checking this out. I'm really excited about it because I'm actually going to go see the 25th anniversary tour with De La Soul, The Far Side, and Eric B and Rakim's going to be there. So that's going to be fucking sick. I'm going with Chris and uh, from ADO Radio and uh, Sean from Horribly Awkward Podcast. So I'm very excited about that. I'm sure I'll be talking about that on the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and rate this thing. Um, again, I'll tell you right now, if you do not watch this, you are doing yourself a disservice, particularly if you like, like biodocs. I love the fact that you like this so much. I love this more than I was expecting to. It's that good. And I'm, I'm going to give it. this a 4.5 out of five woos. Totally fair. Totally fair. And mind you, they have the best, the singularly best um uh logo in mm-hmm. hip hop history. And they talk about the creation of that, the different variations they had, how it and then they shows the guy the guy sold oh what was the how much did he sell it for? I think he they paid him like 200 bucks for that logo. Oh. And then they start talking about woo wear and just all of the marketing and they show like every place that the woo symbols I mean dude and the guys like if I'd have known if I'd have fucking known man I would have charged him a whole lot more. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah dude, it's super interesting, I, man. I really can't wait to watch this. I yeah. will be watching it today. Only changing my rating as far as what I'm rating. It's going to go, I'm going to go 4.5 out of 5 kilobees. 
There we go. Done deal. So check it out, guys. I came to bring the pain hardcore to the brain. Ooh. Let's go inside my astral plane. Ooh. No, meth is the best freaking Wu-Tang member ever. Now you're totally crossed out like crossed Chris Crossed out Cross. to Chris Cross. That's such a nasty line, G. I was like, oh, that's gross. What the blood clot? <laughs> I know. I know. G, when I were, bruh, that totally crossed out to Chris Cross. He was in a different freaking, he's the best Wu-Tang member. He's, he's definitely the star of the show. Yeah. He's different. Him, him and RZA are definitely elevated above the rest of them. Oh, you know what's another yeah. weird thing about that is uh, they aged so differently. I'm pretty sure they're all close to the same age, but a couple of them, they look like grandpas. Dude, they, meth looks amazing. Meth looks fucking fantastic. RZA looks fantastic. Um, you know, like Raekwon, Ghostface, they, they look a little older, a little heavier, but they look the same. But like genius? <laughs> He looks like he looks like he's gonna hand he looks like he's gonna hand you some hard candy and have (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel bad. Capadonna got old too, man, but I mean that's what happens. But it's just weird how they they look you can just see the the difference in how they've aged, you know. Some of the weird thing is that Meth was able to find another partner and kind of do this not as big, but he made great albums with another thing. I was like, Red Man were massive, dude. But anyway, let's talk about something else, man, because I know we're running out of time. Wait, dude. Yes. I can't wait for this I know, And please tell me what you think, man. I mentioned it on the show, whatever, but I really want to know your thoughts on this, even though you don't like the Wu-Tang Clan so much. Oh, for sure. I said the Wu-Tang Clan, but you know what I meant. Um, yes. Let me know. That's kind of hard to say when you're saying it fast sometimes, clan. man. The what? The Woke-Tang the woke, Clan. That's, that's who you yeah. are. Yeah, you're the fucking Woke-Tang <laughs> Clan. That's it, dude. <laughs> you and your legion. <laughs> Hey, That's Steve. a great podcast, man. Go ahead. That is a good one. That's there it is. That's <laughs> the you, man. You better... The woke tank clan. <laughs> Hopefully, Rizzo don't sue you. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, G. I'll get Rebecca and Melissa on the woke. The tank woke clan. tank clan. Dude. <laughs> you know they do. Anyway, it too. go ahead. All go right. ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Steve, book smart. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about book smart, man. Now, I went and saw this, and I was like trying not to get into the hype of it because as you yes. know as we know hype will tend to yeah. fail you sometimes you know yeah but let me ask you a question steve what happens when you spend four years of high school working towards success and sacrificing your social life and everything like that only to find out that all of those that you were trying to do that you thought were doing it wrong were actually getting the same results as you i call that america i would call <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right mr political <laughs> hearing <laughs> Okay, woke tang clan, chill out for just a second. <laughs> trying to fucking tell a story here. The answer is, Steve, mm-hmm. <laughs> you try to cram, much like a lot of these movies do, you try to cram four years of fun into one night, okay? This is Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. It's produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. And um, there's no doubt that there's going to be comparisons to Superbad, okay? That's just inevitable. That's that's the way it's going to be. And with it's rightfully so. But I'm here to tell you, Steve, that it's it's better than Superbad. I really think that it Whoa. is. Whoa. Yeah, no, I do. And I'll tell you why. I recently watched Superbad, too. Yeah. And does it hold up? Yeah. Good. Okay, that's good. I, mean, I like the movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. What I liked about this movie, and it wasn't just because it was like Superbad with women. You know, it's not that. They just handle things a lot better, man. And, and let me tell you something. Beanie Feldstein is a fucking star. She plays Molly in this. You may have seen her in Lady Bird, and you can currently see her on What We Do in the Shadows, the series. Um, she's a fucking star. You're going to see so much coming from her, dude. She's so much potential. She fucking shines bright in this. And then of course, there's also, uh, Caitlin Dever who plays Amy, her friend. Um, yeah, these two girls, you know, they, they thought they were doing it right. 
they weren't doing it right when they can, they come to find out, you know, they, they were sort of like outcasts because all they wanted to do was study when it all comes down to it. And they find out that, you know, not only are they going to these prestigious colleges, but the fuck ups were doing the same thing. They're going to Yale, they're going to Stanford and they partied the whole time and they had a great time. So they decided that they need to fix this. So this is where you start getting into the, that cliche of, you know, that, that one last night, you know, we've seen this a lot of times in movies. Um, they're able to pull this off really well, man. And I think it's it really is like due to the dynamic that the two have. I went in with these zero expectations because I I figured it was going to be I, I like the hype was there, but I just didn't want to let that bother me. So I was trying to do it with Heck zero no. expectations, yeah. dude. And fucking wow. Like, I just think this movie's so goddamn good. I mean, it takes this old wait. formula and it just pulls it off beautifully, you know? And what's really cool about it is this modernized telling of things. It's very refreshing. You know, you you have a diverse cast. And it doesn't seem like it's like shoehorned in just for the sake of being diverse. You know, I mean, you have you have a black guy in the movie that's not a token black guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, gay people in the movie are not comical. They're just gay. They just happen to be gay. And it's not a big issue. And they don't they don't. It, it, yes, it's it's there's a story arc involved around it, but it's not like for jokes. You know what I mean? And what's also cool about this is like, you know, the jocks. Like, think about movies in the 80s and the 90s. When you see a jock in high school, they're usually a douchebag. They're usually stupid. They're, you know, you know what I mean? Bullies or whatever. Of course. I mean, they do have some of these qualities, but they're not dumb in this movie. So, it, you know, it's like jocks can be jocks can be smart, too. They can be just like the the smart people, the you know, the intellectual people. And it's um it just works really well. Um, There are some scenes. Again, I'm not going to really go too much into, like, spoiler territory because this is one you really need to see. But there is yeah. a hilarious, hilarious drug scene in this. There's also this very awkward. Um, see, Amy, uh, one of the characters, she's been out since the 10th grade and she's never had a, a sexual experience before. So when she gets her big moment, that's really fucking funny. Um, some of the lines are fantastic. You have uh, I just blanked on his name right now, but uh, you know his name. Olivia Wilde's husband, Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis plays a great part. He's their principal, and he also has a side job, which comes in a bit later, and it's really funny. And then another person who I think is fantastic in this is, um, I always forget his name, so I'm actually going to cheat and look it up right now. But we have seen him in, uh, oh God, what's the name? I'm just blanking on names today. I apologize. The Diet, uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh, the Santa Clarita. Thank you. I could not think of the town. I was going to be like, San Andreas, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rancho Cucamonga. Yes. The uh, What is it again? Santa Clarita diet. It always escapes me. I don't know why. Santa Clarita diet. And I am talking about Skylar uh, Gisondo, who plays uh, the neighbor kid. Yep. He's got that real, like, smiley face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays a guy named Jared in this, who is a very rich kid who has this, like, all these rumors spread about him. And he's like an outcast. He just wants to be part of the crew. But, like, he's just, you'll see why he's such an outcast. But he's fucking hilarious in this. Um, I really cannot say enough good things about this movie. I feel bad for Olivia Wilde because this movie was going up against, uh, it was still getting, you know, taken out by John Wick and, and Avengers even still. Not like that's well, impossible, no, but of course. Remember, she went up against Aladdin. And Aladdin, thank you. And Aladdin. That's and the you can't really, Yeah, you can't against. fight Disney. If you're just no. trying to do an independent movie, you can't fight Disney on that weekend. So all I can say is, you know, they didn't get the results they wanted to opening weekend. But if I could ask a favor of our audience, if you're going to go see a movie, go see this movie. Like, just just help support movies like this because it's just so well done. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful movie. You're going to see what I'm talking about. I love the ending of it was fucking fantastic, too. Just the way things work out. I don't want to give you any more than that. But support this movie. Support movies like this because we're always going to have these big summer blockbusters. But 
by us supporting, going to the theater, actually going to the theater and watching these movies. This is how these other ones are going to get made because, you know, there's so many blockbusters coming out that a lot of things are getting just ignored and then they don't get, of course. I don't want, I don't want a sequel. You know what I mean? But I want more movies like this. It's very important. And this might be one of my favorite movies of the year. Just already. I know we're only in May, but I, I'm thinking that this is when all is said and done and we're doing our next noises, I think this one's going to definitely come up. So I'm going to go ahead and so raise you, this one. Okay. Go ahead. You were saying? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, no, no. I was going to say, uh, this is in the running. Oh, against yeah. Against Avengers sure. for so your far, favorite movie uh, of the year. No, 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 no. One of my, did I say my favorite movie of the year? No, no, no. I, I was saying it's in the running. Um, No, I mean, I, I, Listen, I like there's there's a lot of it's going to get something. I don't know what it's going to get, but it's going to be noted. Best Olivia Wilde directed movie. I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, I'm not going to be. We have to put it in because the thing is, it's an important movie, people. It is. But I'm not going to be unfair and put it up against Avengers. You know what I mean? Like we can give it something. Okay, you know, we shouldn't do that. Let's just imagine it will get something. I shan't, Steve. I shan't do it. I'm not. But I I think it's really important. I, I do believe that because she, she's out here fighting for it, dude. Yeah. And please, people, support her. And I, I know, I know she does have, she does have a name. The privilege of a name does help. A lot of this, this wouldn't even have made it to the theater nope. if it wasn't for, it wasn't Olivia Wilde. But that being said, um, I'm hearing nothing but great things about it. And we knew Aladdin was going to beat the crap out of it. However, I think they thought that okay, but there's enough to left to you know leave some 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 money. I think they were expecting ten and got five. Yeah, I don't even know what the box office. I have no idea what the draw was. Yeah, I think they were expecting ten, you know, and which is understandable because they do the numbers. But you know, they can make that up next weekend. They so could go out. Yeah, it's up man. to you people, yeah. man. Help them out. We get other movies like this. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so let me go ahead and rate this one. I'm gonna give this one. Um, I'm going to give it four out of five party yachts. Okay. Okay. We good. That's a good, that's good. I think that is, great. you know what? That's a solid, that is a solid, that is a solid score. Yeah. It does not deserve uh, a three or 3.5. Um, I've learned that giving fives too often kind of like defeats the purpose and waters them down a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So definitely yes. it's a, it's a very strong four. So four out of five party yachts. All right. For book smart, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. So now Steve, right. I'm going to talk about the one that you wanted me to talk about. And that is Brightburn. I've heard a lot of things about this movie. What have you heard? I've heard it was really good. And I've heard all the way to the other side where they were just yes. like, it's yeah. just not good. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, how, where's the middle? No one says it's okay. They're just like, I loved it. Or that movie was not, do not believe people that are telling you this movie is good. It's not. I'll tell you one thing. I like this movie a lot. Um, I just, okay. It's, because Fair. it's, um, like, it's got a formula that I liked anyway. I love that it kind of plays off of the Superman lore and how, uh, you know, uh, a baby is found from a crash ship. And then, but yes. what's cool about this one is like, as soon as the kid starts hitting puberty, shit starts going awry. And, um, they're, they're building this as a horror movie. And I guess I can see that. I mean, there, there's really no jump scares in it or anything like that. I don't scare very easily, first of all, but like, okay. So Gail and I went to go see this, right. And we had two completely different reactions. She said she didn't care for it. I liked it. I think that they did some cool shit that I haven't seen before. But and more importantly, what I'm uh, really going to get at is if you're into gore, 
like it's next level gore in this movie, dude. <laughs> there's wait. some, there is some shit in this. I was like, oh fuck, I am in <laughs> yeah. like Flynn. But I will say that I was, I think I, on this one because I'd seen it like. I don't know. I don't even know how long the trailer's been out for, but I've been waiting for this movie for a very long time, and I think I may have amped myself up a little bit more. Had I gone into this movie knowing nothing about it, I think I would have come out saying I loved it. But I think I had my expectations set a little bit higher, so it didn't really stick the landing the way I wanted it to. But uh, I think that Elizabeth Banks does a really good job. She plays Tori Breyer, who is, uh, his name is Brandon Breyer, the kid. And also David Denman, who... I'm not really that crazy about, but he plays Kyle Breyer, uh, David Denman being from The Office. He played Roy in The Office. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. He's not bad. It's just that he's not my favorite actor or anything like that. But I have that- been avoiding these. By the way, I have been avoiding these trailers. So I don't know who's in it, what's happened, because when I saw the, the poster, I was like, I don't want to know anything about this movie. Yeah, and I think that's better. So, you know, I wasn't, I'm not like going to change the game up because you said that, but I really wasn't going to give too much away on this one. I will say that the trailers do give a lot and they shouldn't, uh, but they don't give everything, but there's a few things that I, and but there's just really one particular scene in a trailer that has to do with a diner that frankly just pissed me off. It's like, why did you fucking put that into the trailer? Like that would have been fantastic if I just saw that without knowing it was coming. So I kind of blame the marketing for maybe the the uh, lesser success that this movie achieved. But then again, like you said, some people just absolutely hated it. Some people said, hey, it was just a movie. Um, I think I'll watch this again. I don't think that they're setting this up for a sequel, even though they kind of play around with that at the end. But I think that they just did that so you can kind of like, like make your own ending kind of thing. And they do some really cool things at the ending that I, I'm not going to talk about. There is also a cameo. So stick around. There's also a cameo in the uh, the end credits that I found pretty funny. And I know everyone's going to recognize this person that's doing this. So, um, yeah. So Brightburn, man, I, I recommend you guys check it out. Again, support this movie. It is uh, produced by James Gunn. It is actually written by the Gunn brothers, Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. So it's like a family affair and directed by David Yurefsky. The gore is unbelievable in this movie. That's, that's what I'm going to tell you, man. Um there's a lot of shit that you've kind of seen. They really do play strongly into the Superman. And I'm talking more about like uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman, particularly when he was like getting called from the farm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So they play with that a lot. And that's where I'm, that's where it, I'm stopping right there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and rate this one. Bright burn. What am I going to give this one? Ooh, I don't want to give any spoilers either. Um, <laughs> there's a scene with a dropped truck. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one 3.5 out of five dropped trucks. And I really want the, the result of the drop truck is really what I want to rate it as. But you'll know what I'm talking about when you check it out. Bright burn, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. Here's the thing. I wish they wouldn't have shown me the red eyes on the poster even. Because then I could have come in there and be like, oh, he's going to be a savior. Yeah. And yeah. that switch would have been like, Oh my God. They could have marketed this so much better, dude. And it would have just been that much better of a movie. But like I said, they really kind of gave away too much in this one. And that's a shame. And the thing is, I wonder if they made him out to be a savior, how long would it have taken me to realize, oh, wait a minute. Like the more he kills people, I'm like, well, he's just, you know, trying to save people. Like when does my brain turn in the movie where like, I think he might be the bad guy. Yeah. And see, that's the other thing, too. They could have actually done that a little bit better. Like, it's it's almost like the flick of a switch. Everything changes. And I think yeah. that I would have enjoyed it a little bit more had they, grad, like you're saying, gradually sort of, like, strung you along. And, oh, hold up. What's going on here? That kind of thing. It's You don't get that. It's just, boom. Oh, okay. This is where we're going. 
and it, and it happens that quickly. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. But like I said, Gail did not really care for it at all, but I found it to be a pretty enjoyable movie. I thought the special effects were good. But believe me, Steve, when I say the gore is gory, like I have. And, and remember, we're dealing with a good budget now. That shit looks incredible. Now, what didn't she like about it? She just said it was just it just didn't hit her right. I mean, she didn't really say much more than that. She said that the kid bugged her, which I it didn't bug me at all. I mean, um, he didn't hmm. he did. You know how like sometimes kids can uh, child actors can sort of water down a movie. I don't know really. Know oh, how yeah. To put that. I didn't get that from this one. So I'm kind of curious what to, what you think about if the that. main I think person annoys you. Yeah, that's yeah. the movie. No, he didn't annoy me at all. I mean, I, he definitely looks pretty evil sometimes. And um I think he did just fine. I'm not going to knock a kid that, that's that's doing his best, particularly when he's just doing what they're telling him to do. But uh, no, I did not feel the way that she felt about this. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a, a 3.5. Did I give it 3.5? Right. I did give it 3.5, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's how good my ratings are. I fucking forget two seconds after I do it. All right. So that's it, guys. Brightburn. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of quick ones real quick, and then we're going to be out of here. Fair enough? Yes. All right. So these are just really quick little notes. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about this one, but I recently watched the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience on Netflix, which is uh, Lonely Island, Andy Samberg and the crew. They said that they were going to release this poetic. I forgot what they called it. It was like a like a like a musical poem or something like that. And it was going to be dropping on I think it was Friday night. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying that I'm not a Lonely Island fan. I did like their first album, but I sort of feel like after that first album, I got the gist of it. And after that, it just became sort of white noise in the background. I I just did not care for this at all. do you, did you hear about this? Do you know what it's what the premise is or anything? Yeah, I saw I saw something online. I was like, uh, I'm probably gonna pass. Yeah, I would recommend passing on this. It says the Lonely Island spoofs notorious baseball stars Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire in this visual rap album set in the Bash Brothers 1980s heyday. So that's where we're getting the Bash Brothers from. And they do talk about, you know, steroids and drugs and shit like that. But it's just it just didn't do anything for me. And I'm trying to be kind about it. I just felt like like I kind of already knew where I was going to where I was going to be on it, especially when I found that it was basically like just one long half hour music video. I'm just sort of over the whole Lonely Island thing. I'm way, way, way over Andy Samberg. I feel like he's just like a one trick pony. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just it just doesn't do anything for me. So I will say that if you like Lonely Island and you still are into that and you find their humor funny, then this is you're not going to get anything different. It's it's essentially that. But I'm sort of sick of the whole, you know, Andy Samberg rapping thing. And I just I just found it to be really cheesy and boring. And and to be fair, I turned it off halfway. I just I just was done. I just couldn't do it anymore. So like I said, to be fair, I didn't watch the whole thing. But if you can't get through a half an hour, that's saying something. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. So, yeah, um, I, I, I honestly, I just thought it was terrible. So I'm going to go ahead and rate this one real quick because I do. We don't know we got to get out of here. The unauthorized Bass Brothers experience. I'm going to go ahead and give it a uh, I'm going to give it a one point five out of five. Uh, Coke straws. There we go. <laughs> or, right. or uh, you know, steroid needles or some shit like that. That's it for that one. And then lastly, we're going to talk about one more thing. And then I believe we are going to be getting out of here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about is something that I watched. It just came out the other night. Uh, Steve, do you like roasts? Um, Comedy roasts? I liked them in the beginning, and then I just got done with them. I'm totally 100% with you. But what if they could put a spin on the roast and make it, like, sort of, I don't know, make it a little more refreshing? Um, I'm not going to make you answer that question because you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking, maybe you do. Uh, did you see anything about historical roasts? I have. Netflix? I saw it on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to just have to like stand up and applaud for historical roasts because roast master general Jeff Ross is back and he decided to do something that's just so much more different. They are still roasting, but they're not just roasting like, you know, everyday comedians. Now they have taken it one step further. They are now dressed up and they are taking character and they're roasting, they're roasting like historical people such as Muhammad Ali, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Freddie Mercury. Uh, who else did they do? Let's see. Uh, uh, who, oh, God. And then like two. <laughs> okay, first of all, the Anne Frank one is fucking hilarious. I mean, it's 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 not in good taste, as you would expect, but it is. Of course it's, not. It's, but it's that's not what these are about. You know what I mean? Um, it, <laughs> it has Gilbert Godfrey as Adolf Hitler. <laughs> it's just fucking. Oh, my God. And it is. He destroys, dude. He fucking destroyed. It's so funny, man. And, and this is where you don't give people jokes because that's what it's about. You never tell a, you know, a comedian's jokes. But the Martin Luther King one, dude, is it's just the funniest. It, it's it's I was dying. You have <laughs> Jeff Ross, who's just hosting as himself on this one, which is a pretty smart thing to do. Uh, but then you have Jerry Minor playing Martin Luther King. That's who they're roasting. Brandon T. Jackson plays Barack Obama. Jaleel White. You know who Jaleel White is, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jaleel White plays Nelson Mandela. It's so funny. And then they have uh, Sashir Zamata, who plays Rosa Parks. This is all I'm going to say about this one. They they go there. So they're calling out the dais, right? And they're like, all right. And, uh, you know, the first person on the dais is going to be Barack Obama. He walks out. He does his thing. Nelson Mandela he comes out to do his thing. And then lastly, Rosa Parks. And Rosa Parks walks past the dais and she sits in the roasting chair. <laughs> and they're like, ah, this is That's awkward. Funny. This is really awkward, but we're going to have to ask you to get up. You know, <laughs> so they're just That's going. Funny. Yeah, dude, it's fucking hilarious. Um, not all of them. Some are, are a lot funnier than others. But I just uh, when I got into it, um, I was thinking, OK, I don't know if I'm going to be feeling this. By the end, I was fucking dying. There are only uh, I believe it's only six episodes. Yeah, six episodes. And they're you know, they vary, but I highly recommend checking this out, particularly if you like roasts, uh, historic roasts, man, it just takes it to a whole nother level. And I was fucking dying the entire time. I'm going to go ahead and give historical roasts. I think I'm going to give it 3.75. No, I'm going to give it four, four out of five deuses. I can't think of anything because I don't want to give anything away on this one here. It's just uh, outside. Of, I'm, I'm almost regretting giving away the Rosa Parks joke, but there's just so much more. But Gilbert Godfrey as Hitler is... Dude, I mean, I was I had fucking tears coming down my face. So if you don't watch any of them, but just like one of them, watch the uh, Anne Frank one. It's it's just hilarious. And that's Done it for deal. me, man. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. People, you have listened to the 70th episode of your Heroes of Noise podcast. It's been a blast, but hundreds coming. One hundreds on its way. Quick. Cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. Dan has watched a lot of things. I feel like I should watch a million things this week and I'm going to catch up. Watch this. I'm going to watch Wu-Tang. I'm going to watch all this stuff. And next week- You're going to watch all the shit I already talked about? Exactly. <laughs> and future things, for sure. You know what's funny? Even though I've been talking, I'm so sorry, Steve, but I've been talking so much over the last couple of weeks that it's funny. By the end of the show, like my voice is leaving me. It cracks me up. Yeah, dude, next week, I don't know if I'm going to watch as much only because the graduation week, but- we're still going to have a show. Cannot wait for it. The next voice you're going to hear is from the amazing Danathan yet more while his voice goes out. I love y'all. And I can't wait for the next episode. Um, again, you got to hear Dan rap today. You might want to go ahead and clip that out and make it your ringer. And until that day, love y'all. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you so much for listening to episode 70. I hope you had a good time. Again, new listeners, thank you for joining us. I hope you stick around. Let's have some fun over the years to come. Notice I said years because we're not stopping anytime soon. Unless, of course, Steve falls in love and decides he's decides to like move away or something like that, which is very possible. I had a great time this week, Steve. I'm very happy for you, sir. I'm glad you're in a, a happier place in your life. And I'm glad that you have found something that uh, can spring into love. I'm looking very forward to spending next week with you and uh, Favon. So let's see if we can make that happen. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, um, check us out. Like just fucking, if you're, if you're just, is this the first show you've ever heard? Check us out. We have 69 more of these bad boys and I think they're all pretty good. So with that said, my name is Dan Ramirez. We are the heroes of noise. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>